0: wonder so wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul.
1: episode 153 of Wonder Soul this is gonna be I guess not technically but sort of the Wonder Soul Z finale this was this this was supposed to be the finale I was like all right I'm taking too long trying to get through each film uh let's let me just get some really fun awesome Dragon Ball Z fans together and and let's just geek out and, and cover a handful of these films so that's what we're gonna do uh before we do get into that in this fun conversation that we're about to have it would only be fair and only be right to introduce the guests the the, the co-host the, the the fellow z fighters on the panel tonight so uh I'm, I'm gonna go you know i guess i'm gonna go this way i'm gonna try to get used to where i'm at on the screen a little bit so bear with me um but over here to my left is kobe told me go ahead kobe introduce yourself to everyone and let everybody know what you do man
2: Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy Kobe Mack, and I'm finally kicking it with my dude from Wonder Soul. I'm good to be here. Yo, if you're not following me, you should. I'm on all the socials, at Kobe Told Me on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're still the Facebook, I'm there, at Kobe Mack. I'm the host of the Kobe Told Me podcast, available on podcast platforms. And when I'm in the mood to write, you can check out my stuff at KobeToldMe.com
1: there you go there you go thank you kobe thank you for I, I i like we were saying before we actually went live man like anytime that i've even whispered dbz you've answered that call man i see you on the on the twitter i know that you're a fan obviously you're rocking some hella cool swagger you got that you got that gear yeah yeah okay what is that is that goku, goku on a dragon ball okay go.
2: okay yes sir yeah, hmm. oh, baby. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, Uh-oh. No, I, don't, I don't I don't I do not get a chance to geek out often when it comes to Dragon Ball Z. Um so I'm yeah, glad that I up up.
1: tonight. Hey man, well here tonight is your opportunity, man. Tonight is going to be a good time, man. And like I said, we we've already we've already uh made it known that we are talking about a handful of films. Uh, so if we don't cover them all tonight, you know, if these guys would love to come back and we can finish it, and we also got a couple that that aren't on this list, like the newer ones, like uh, Battle of the Gods, uh, right. Resurrection F. So sure. those are those are a couple that I would like to talk here in the near future. But I really wanted to focus on some of these classics. I wanted to get to the the nostalgia factor of some of these Dragon Ball Z films because. Like me and Cobra were talking before this like it's kind of hard to even find some of these films right now so um yeah <laughs> very challenging very challenging you got to dig you got to know where to look and uh right. so yeah yeah oh Absolutely. well hey man uh there there's a three man squad here obviously this uh, is like the Miami Heat this is the big 3 here so obviously got if you get got a
3: Goku Vegeta Piccolo situation going on
1: Oh is that what it <laughs> That works. I, I, I kind of they are the Trinity in a lot of ways. I would look at them as okay. like the Trinity. Yeah, uh, it is so, Trinity. We deserve. I mean, that's what I would say. I, like that. I mean, I like you could that. you could throw Gohan. It, oh my gosh! See, this is. I feel like this episode is going to take some. Minutes. <laughs> We're
3: going to. <laughs> <World. laughs>
1: so, if you guys are familiar with Wonder Soul in the past, I've had the pleasure to geek out about anime and, and even specifically Dragon Ball Z with my good friend here at ghost planet studios ghost planet go ahead and introduce yourself man tell the people what you do who you are and then and then we'll get started we'll get started
3: absolutely so guys uh my name is kenny mason also known as admin frost i own ghost planet studios an indie voice acting studio that produces audio dramas a regular podcast has celebrity interviews with writers and uh, game developers with more on the way We've got big plans for an expanded universe, lots of cool stuff, a web comic, an animated YouTube series. The sky is really the limit. Um, every Saturday night, we cover the action cartoon show *Tsunami* uh, with our crew of live tweeters, we react to actors and things like that. And at this point, we've just got a nice little mainstay in the anime community. We've carved out our niche, and we've got a lot of people that rock with us. So it's great to be here with Wonder Soul. As he said, I've been with uh, joined him before. For different anime discussions and since he was getting into the dbz movies it, it only felt right to come in and air some of my grievances um with these two lo- lovely people here so good to be all right ghost yeah man ghost is doing a lot of
1: amazing things as as well as everybody you see here and everybody in the chat i know a lot of people that popped up in the chat right now uh as we went live here on twitch.tv slash wondersoul um our Either content creators, podcasters, streamers, musicians, artists, all these wonderful people. Look, this is something new that I wanted to do with Wondersoul moving into the, uh, the third year. Uh, is to do these podcast recordings uh, with guests by myself uh, here on Twitch. And so if you guys want to be a part of these shows, a part of these conversations, uh, please. Wednesday night, we're going live on Twitch uh friday the visuals that you see here uh you won't miss out on them they're going to be on youtube on friday so if you can't make it to the live stream no worries no sweat and then mondays the audio version of what you're hearing and seeing right now will be on apple podcasts and spotify and really wherever you listen to podcasts at the moment so that's that's all i gotta say uh as as for kobe being the this his his first appearance uh, I feel like it would be only right to say, Kobe, what, what film out of the ones that we, uh, we got here would you like to start off with?
2: You know, what, I'm going to keep things as close to chronico- chronological order okay. only because this universe of films that kind of coincide and run alongside of the DBZ proper is tough to already follow. Yeah. So it makes sense to start off with Lord Slug.
1: Ooh, right? okay. Okay. Which, so Lord Slug. Okay.
2: Which I guess would take place after the Saiyan saga, mm-hmm. before the Frieza saga. Are we right? Uh,
1: yes. I think I think you are absolutely right. And I do have some references uh that we'll go through and we'll dig up some facts and stuff as we talk. Uh but like one of the things I wanted to do before we get started with each film is I pulled up some things. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and switch the scenes. ship you got you got Vegeta laughing over here, guys. You got Vegeta laughing I, I, over
3: here. I, I approve here. of that.
1: Okay, he's just laughing. He's having a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time. Uncle Mike's world is in the chat. Melzy is in the trap. Oh my god. I'm gonna say that all night, Melzi. I'm cool sorry, bro.
2: Freedom. <laughs> freedom. There's freedom in the trap.
3: All
1: right. Oh
0: <laughs> There's right. so much. There you go.
3: Okay. <laughs> so I'm do we all have one central favorite DBZ character? Ooh, is it, is it easy for each of us to sort of pin down I, one? Yeah, I
1: I I mean I I guess if I had to say, man, I would say Future Trunks, Future Trunks. I mean, I, I, away from like the Goku and Vegeta
3: talk, I, it would be Future, it'd be Future Trunks for sure. Absolutely. Am I gonna be the resident Vegeta fan? Uh oh.
2: Oh no, no, you're not alone, bro.
3: I am diehard Vegeta. There we go. Okay, <laughs> then for the sake of the cast, I'll. I'll go back in my ways. I'll forgive Akira Toriyama for a couple of hours, and I'll represent my boy Gohan. How about that? Okay. I'll I'll bear the. You
2: want? You can claim Teen Gohan. That's fine.
3: You do you when you say Teen Gohan? Because this is a pet peeve of mine, and Lucas knows. Oh, you Talking about eleven-year-old Gohan, (laughs) aka nine-year-old Gohan when he was in the manga and fought Cell. Are you talking about actual teenage Gohan here?
2: So teenage Gohan, or as I to call, like you know, you know, just. (laughs) <laughs> Chi Chi done did him wrong, Gohan.
0: Like Fidel Gohan.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, not, not that
0: Gohan.
2: <laughs> they a man, Gohan. Not that Gohan. All right, I- enhanced Gohan or whatever. They, you know, supreme Castle Not that Gohan. No, I guess pre <laughs> preteen Gohan. It's so weird because pre-teen. inside of Dragon Ball Z, you know, uh, Dragon Ball Budokai Three, one of the greatest Dragon Ball Z video games, right there with ever. You. It's a team Gohan. So I'm thinking my boy's like thirteen. But then like doing the math, like that doesn't make quite enough sense because
3: it didn't start there. It started with uh, Budokai 1. Uh, Bandai's been doing this since the very, very start, just like it took them 10 years to stop having imperfect cells voice on perfect cells reaction. Why did that take so long, Bandai?
2: Man, I think everybody had their entire like just wires crossed. I mean, I got introduced to Dragon Ball Z. With knockoff toys at like local stores in New York. I was like, yo, I don't know what this is, like, but they look dope. Like, they, like I remember having a future trunks with like a like very sharp gold hair. Like it was not the yellow, but like it was like an actual gold.
1: Like a yeah, like a 24
3: karat, like a really dark yeah, gold. Girl, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Were you guys around when they were putting out Gogeta toys before anyone in the States knew what the hell that guy was? Yes, sir. And it was so
2: funny watching DBZ on Cartoon Network. And you know, dragon, dragon, watch a dragon, dragon. And then at the end, Goku turns yellow. I'm like, what is wait, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Like, how do I have something that happens years later inside the like the 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 theme song of the show? And I'm like, when does he turn yellow? I I don't know how long I have to wait, but <laughs> when I just want my hair. Yeah. They turn yellow <laughs> that's you
3: it know what I said when I saw it I was like oh there must be chaos emeralds in Dragon Ball Z <laughs> I don't know are they on Namek that would make sense it's green light green zone. <laughs> this all adds up this all adds up oh man yeah man so like the the
2: timelines and everything like that it's tough to follow but like you know from this like the one thing I'll say about Lord Slug I like I like the Namekians as a race Right, I find them quite interesting. The fact that they were so separate from Piccolo's entire existence to him, you know, and he doesn't question enough. (laughs) Like he's he's really not about like trying to like go into his history (laughs) or anything like that. He's (laughs) just like just myself, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But I think it was cool to kind of have they kind of use you know Lord Slug and you know I, I love the expedition exposition dumps from King Kai because they're just so like you know that's that. When I, as a film critic, um, when I look into like Eastern ways to tell stories, they're big on visuals and they keep very much the narrative, super basic, super simple. So anybody can come in at any point and you won't miss it. Like you'll go through two thirds of the entire film and then here comes King Kai. Like, this is what happens. Um, Lord Slug, he was a super Namekian. Like this kind of weird Marlon Brando. I mean, the dubbed voices are just hilarious, and however they went to try to put this thing together is just so funny. Uh, we don't know what happened, but we tried to do everything we can. Me and the other four guys, we did our best. We 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 imprisoned him on a star. Hello. I'm like, wow, oh, cool, no problem. So I mean, you know, you got the Super Namekian, the Super Namek, you got Lord Slug coming out of nowhere. And he just decides to come to Earth. And like, I can think I it's really cool you? how it.
3: it's. It, it was cool. Can I say, though, I actually really like rewatching it. I really enjoyed that part of the backstory because it really does build off of what happened with. Feels like that could happen. It's like, OK, if they okay. do something involving all of their planets, inadvertently, Goku ruined that. That makes sense. This story makes sense starting there.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, like, there's so much potential to kind of like, all right, I see the shape of this is a good idea. Right. And if you wanted to like explore that further, you could, because of this being an anime and the audience is trying to reach, there's not really a necessity to try to move it forward. You know, so I can't really knock it for that. Right. Yeah. Does it stunt it from being truly great? Absolutely. Is it still enjoyable? Hell yeah. So like, that's fine. And then like his, his mission is very simple. He wants eternal youth. And pretty much, he just wants a badass spaceship because he's going to terraform and terra freeze the Earth to turn it into a spaceship. I don't understand, like, like how that works scientifically, you know? But I guess it does. Like, you know, <laughs> he's he's pretty much like the Dragon Ball version of Brainiac from Superman.
3: Ooh. Yes, he is. And, and props as a big Superman fan, that's a really good comparison. And props to him, he gets the eternal youth. Yeah.
2: Now, if you know, if I'm going to encounter, you know, the great Shenron. I, I, I love every time he wakes up. Why have you summoned me? Why do you think? <laughs> Why does I do you want to wish?
3: <laughs> <always summon me. laughs>
2: you know, I I would not make eternal youth my wish. Um, so many other options. You know, I thought he was gonna say immortality, but I guess he just generally didn't want to be old.
3: He was just being greedy. He needs to keep it like Frieza and do like one centimeter an inch of growth every time <laughs> he popped on. Keep it like Bulma, one year off her life every time she makes the wish. You know they were using it right. I got to give that to Frieza. He understood less is more. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> is more. All right. Before we get into any more uh, Lord
1: Slug talk, let's get into. I'm gonna I'm gonna show this little quick promo for it, and then we're gonna get right back into it. Plus, Z Trap wanted to. Uh, he, he's laughing at your King Kai voice over here, Kobe. <laughs> you need to do something with that, man. You can go far with that, all right? <laughs> you can go far.
0: I'll do my best. absolutely
1: will. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to switch the scene. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or if you're watching this on the stream, uh, this is just a quick little promo of uh, Toonami Lord Slug. I, don't, I think this is actually real. Some of these are going to be fan-made, but uh, if you are listening to this on the podcast, uh, you can find all these on YouTube. Uh, I might I should actually i'm gonna drop the links for these in the description of the episode so check these out on your own time and drop a like if you like them so let me go ahead and get this going i'm gonna actually pause some of that background music we got going that lo-fi and we're gonna get into this so i hope you guys enjoy and then once this is done let's get into some lord slug talk okay so here we go <laughs>
0: The DBC Premium Movie, Lord Slug. Tonight at 7:30. That's gonna leave a mark. Only You die first.
1: Alright, alright. So that was that was Lord Slug, the promo that was airing on Toonami. You guys remember those Toonami promos, man. Those are iconic, man those are iconic not really
3: familiar with, with ghost planet to say tsunami influenced us is a, a complete understatement if you follow us or you're looking at anything that we do at ghost planet studios you can see the influence all over the place loved it all
1: oh man it, it always brings back memories man it's weird how a commercial an ad a promo can leave such a mark but it was like at the time before really the internet all the you know the how, how strong the internet was you could go on youtube and watch these or or watch a trailer for something. It was literally like you're waiting all week for Friday. Friday night at 7. On Toonami. Lord Slug. And you would see that ad all week after school. While you're watching Toonami. And so it was like. It was kind of in, in, ingrained in you. You know the hype was just building. But um, one more thing before we get into Lord Slug talk. I got to shout out Uncle Mike's World. He's in the chat today. He made all the emotes for the Wondersoul Twitch channel. And he gifted Melzy a sub. So welcome melzy uh enjoy those emotes Uh, enjoy the show i'm just so happy that you guys are all here hanging out and uh let's let's get into some lord slug talk so kobe um do you want to do you guys want to kind of just go through it and just talk or do you guys want to just kind of you know uh you know freestyle this in in a way um what kind of approach do you think we should go about with
3: this this kind of movie well first off do how do we all feel about lord slug do we like it who who has the differing opinions okay uh
1: i i can be really quick with it i'll be really
3: quick i
1: i didn't like lord slug i didn't really even i wouldn't even go as far as saying that the movie was okay like this is very vague i'm gonna be very blunt and vague with it real quick but um you know, it, it feels like at that time, uh in the in the in the canon, right? And a lot of these movies, if not all of them, are not technically canon. Uh there are mo there you could place them within the timeline, like Kobe was saying, this is like after the Saiyan saga, but before the Frieza saga. Uh there's a couple of things that hint to that as well. So but for like like as a villain, I you know, I like the idea of this uh this Namek coming in. And, and 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 I don't know something different that's not like a piccolo, but he you know just the oh a villain who wants the dragon Balls to make a wish for something you know that kind of trope seems like it's very consistent, especially in the early stages of d b z um do they have some cool fights yeah are they are the henchmen pretty pretty cool yeah yeah, they're not bad. I think it was either lord Slug or tree of might, one of those really involved uh the z fighters. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's always going to come down to it's always going to come down to Goku. So I don't know, man. I was kind of just like a, eh, but maybe that's just me. Did I miss something? Did y'all get something more out of it? Like, what do you guys think?
3: I'm I'm right because I think Colby may be the one who really likes it. So let's just get all the the negatives, negative Nancy's out now. I'll say this: I feel very similar how you did *Wonder Soul*. Um, it's a movie that I it, now that we have so many DBZ movies that do do actually carry their own weight, like like Broly, uh, like *Battle of Gods*, like I don't want to give away the other ones I like because they're on the list tonight. Um, but you know, *Lord Slug*, I don't really think to me holds up that much today. But the one thing I do think it has going for it is aesthetically. In 2020, it's very charming because it, it, it looks like it came out around the time it came out and that earns it some points. Um, but I feel like it's just such an early DBZ movie that a lot of the things we came to enjoy about DBZ movies and them being sort of disconnected from continuity aren't none of that stuff is quite there yet. There's kind of a focus on some characters that, that, you know, no one really wants to see. I mean, I was a Gohan fan for a long time. Kid Gohan just needs to get off my screen, all right? But Buckethead Gohan from Namek just needs to leave. And the fact that he was featured heavily in the movie, just to all of that. But there were some cool moments. Piccolo ripping his ears off is pretty metal. metal. (laughs) That's right. Uh, That was badass. Um, Goku almost going Super Saiyan was cool. Um, And and like I said, Lord Slug got the, the Eternal Youth, so for a bit there, he was even successful. And I don't know, it was just interesting to see. I, I like when villains are NAMIC focused because I don't think the series goes there enough. Um, but besides all of those interesting things, the actual film itself, I agree with Lucas. I think it's, and I agree with Melzi who said it in the chat. I think it's meh, but it is an enjoyable meh. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, is that meh though? Like I don't think the pros outweigh the cons enough for me to put it high on a list or anything. What, what about you, Colby?
2: Yeah, um in my list of the Dragon Ball Z films that I consider the Dragon Ball Z films, this is third to last. Um there are things to parse from this where like if you wanted to make this a really good Dragon Ball Z movie, it's got the bones of it because it's a Dragon Ball Z movie. Um but like just as a villain, he's not memorable. His name is Slug, and even like the you know, just the, the random you know, city folk that's like, Your name is Slug, Ugh, and they're making fun of her Oolong is in the back, like, Don't make fun of him. Huh?
3: What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that you is what I can't I
2: love How the early films just love having Oolong just around, just randomly, having yajirobe around just randomly, you know, but like the fact that. One, it was really interesting to see some of the things I'll appreciate from it. Like his ship is massive. Seeing this huge ship just kind of crater into Earth and you have Goku and Krillin attempting to like, you know, kind of like attack (laughs) it, but not attack it, right? And it looks like pretty impressive. I think what does this film a disservice from like a critical standpoint is the editing is so poor because we open up with Piccolo and Gohan in a scene and then they just like disappear as if like they're just waiting to come later. And then we switch over (laughs) to like, Boma, and just randomly something with Gohan, and like everything's kind of happening in the city. But I do love when stories take place in the city where the Z Fighters have to kind of like, oh, they are very much involved in this world, and yet have to like be hidden from it. You know, like that's the one yeah. thing that, yeah, cool that these people are essentially the saviors of the world, and nobody knows about it.
1: That's you weird. They just, that's kind of weird to me. It's like the, the Justice I, League. <laughs> But 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 nobody knows them for real.
2: You know, they yeah. don't wear masks. Nobody knows that they're that they fly and stuff like that. I <laughs> love the world that Toriyama has built. Where like that's just
3: okay. Yeah. And
2: you know, I, I think it was
3: uh, to the mayors of town.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's cool that this guy is a nomad and he has to travel from planet to planet, just kind of like pillaging. He's a space pirate. I mean, pretty much everybody's a space. The Saiyans are space pirates. <laughs> Empire, they're all space pirates and stuff like that. And his goal was to not get the Dragon Balls. Like he had no idea they were even there. He's just like, that's a Dragon Ball on top of your head. And I'm like, it is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. And Gohan still has it on the top of his head, even though he knows the value of it like nobody knew it before. But like it, it, it was pretty cool. It's really quick. I mean, it's like 53 minutes long, you know, super quick film. Got to appreciate that. Decent fights, I will say, in regards to, like, memory, like, the henchmen, like, you know, you have your cannon fodder characters, then you have, like, your henchmen, your, you know, your uh, your sold, you know, the, you know, your generals and stuff, captain, whatever, yeah. and then you got a the guy, they ring pretty low on, like, that totem pole. Um, If I'm going to go with, like, Namekian villains, Namekian, villains, Namekian <laughs> villains, give me Garlic Jr. every day, even though I guess technically he's not a Namekian, but I'll take that.
3: Yeah. His uh, henchmen are still my, my bar for best henchmen. Oh, they're, yeah. They're like mustard. Salt,
2: pepper, mustard.
3: Yes. I would never tsunami Rising Sun. Yes. Like, never forget the never. name of those henchmen ever. Yes. For, the, for those of us who, who, are, who are Ghost Planet fans who follow us and we do the Toonami and stuff, you, you, you think Toonami loves doing reruns now. Oh, you should have been around when the Rising Sun was going on, and we were watching Garland Jr. every Saturday of the month.
2: Garland Jr., man. Remember Spice? Spice was Spice was like the really fast one. Like he was so much fun, <laughs> man.
3: <laughs> Got hungry every time they did promos for that show. One of the subs- Yeah, bro.
2: I'm telling you. I mean, you know, I, I'll I'll get into a little bit of my list, but like, you know, Dead Zone is just one of my favorite storylines. I just think it's so fun, and it can ease the. I was I was telling Wonder Soul like months ago that I've been for the past ten years. I have been just distractedly working on a Dragon Ball Z screenplay. And I really wanted to make it grounded and super epic. And it takes, it's going to take somebody who like, who is a fan, but then understands like the, you know, the, 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 essential, you know, elements of filmmaking to be able to get it right, to make it all work. And like, I know for a fact that you can incorporate dead zone into like a film and not have it be the entire film, but it can work as like, you know, a very big chunk of the second act and be like,
1: absolutely amazing. bro. That's that's a, that's a br- oh, that. brilliant idea, man. I mean, and and that and that's the thing about these early DBZ fan, uh, films. Like one of the things that from watching some of the other ones, uh, I do appreciate that. Yes, these characters are pretty powerful. Um, some more than others, obviously, but it, we still have that. This is right before oh crap, we have Super Saiyan, so everybody else can just go sit on the bench, you know. So yeah. I, I do like those moments. Um, and there's a lot more martial arts in, in a lot of some of the the battles it depends on the yep. characters but but i do appreciate that you see that a lot in um oh man which one
3: was it uh the one with the i, I, I mourn the loss of actual martial arts in dragon ball as it went on
1: yeah because yeah. it it really just kind of came into just you know energy blast and oh, going I mean, super blast, saiyan energy blast yeah, yeah. which the is dragon ball was so good oh man and well and it was just the animation that went through with mm-hmm. that you know it it felt like you had to pay more attention like there was a lot more yeah. attention to detail is really what i'm trying to say but one of my my gripes with like lord slug in, a, a, as the film is that yeah we get it that goku is this main character right and 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 throughout the series even up till super you know with ultra instinct goku right with uh with the tournament of power you know, where you had an opportunity there to have somebody else, you know, technically save the day. And here is this, you know, villain that I really, and I think Control Freak here in the chat was talking about it. Um, Wouldn't it have been really cool to have Piccolo be the guy, you know, yeah. to to really just like save the day? Maybe he doesn't have to, you know, um, you know, Goku's going to play a part in this, but it would have been really cool to just see him. Be the, the guy. I wish in, uh, in in a lot of these films that we're going to talk about, there's only like, I think, a couple uh, that that doesn't happen where it's not Goku. And another characters play a role, but they end up just getting their ass kicked. And then Goku, even though he's just beat up, they're just kind of <laughs> buying him time. You know, they're
2: like Goku. That, that's pretty that 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 is it. Goku
1: leaps into battle, gets
2: hurt realizes that he needs his friends to, like, just buy him time or to lend him his energy. Because ultimately here, like, we needed – we had Piccolo clutched inside of Super Lord Slug's, you know, clutches, rip his own ears off, beg Gohan to whistle so that it just (laughs) – distorts him it gives piccolo enough time to lend his energy inside of go and it's like a, or i guess like a subversion of fusion we're like piccolo is inside of goku
3: yeah it's weird <laughs> it was you
2: know, it was really weird
3: slug. props to lord slug because when i first started that rewatch and and piccolo was meditating in front of the waterfall and gohan and icarus came up and we were singing and whistling i was like this is going to be a really long movie <laughs> <laughs> It actually came back up and played back into the plot. I was like, oh, yep. that's right. Uh-huh. Okay. It's yeah. Okay. I see you.
2: Yeah. It, it definitely, I, because I'm so far removed from when the film came out, just like, so was this how they were planning on doing this Super Saiyan thing? Because hearing King Kai said, that's the legendary Super Saiyan. I'm like, no, nah, that's just like, that's Kaioken with like just some yellow stuff on mm-hmm. That's not, but like, I guess that was the power <laughs> up that they were going to go with.
3: Just little Kyle came with mustard. That's all.
2: Kyle came with mustard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but it—it it, 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 it was cool. I think it was an absolutely fine. Like I said, it's lower on the tier, but that just means that like there's just a whole lot of other like you know really good films. But like this is harmless. Like if I were to give it the Kobe told rating, it'd be a five out of ten. Not a good movie, but also not a bad movie. Wow, like, I
3: thought you were its strongest proponent. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. <laughs> hey man, I, go for I, it, on mine um i would say a six i can't believe i'm giving it just a little higher but i agree with you in almost everything you said i mean i did not enjoy watching the film again so there's that right and like i said the fact that it looked looks like it came out in like 91 90 i think yeah. which is, is when it came out it's uh, it like, it, yeah right it, it looks like it came yeah. out then and that type of stuff has aged in a really fantastic way for me there, there are good things there. The the moments that we get out of Piccolo, um, we've mentioned it multiple times, but I'll say it again. The man rips off his, his own ears. ear. Mind you, that's not how that works. No. The crops for trying Piccolo. <laughs> so, I'm thinking
2: about, like, he rips off the ears. You still have eardrums.
3: Yes. Unless
2: you dig was, those out.
3: <laughs> I can't blame him. Piccolo is pretty young. I think, what, what was it? it, was like eight? In that movie or something and like that. that. that is very <laughs> <true>. <laughs> he hasn't <it> around <laughs> long enough to know how real anatomy works. He doesn't give a damn about his own heritage. So, but yeah, I'd, I'd give it a six. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible time. Um, but we have so many more movies now that perhaps if it were a smaller list of films, if we were making this list ten years ago, it could have placed for me. Wow. Uh, but in this point in time, we just got too many movies. That
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I want to ask you guys one more thing, especially if you guys had to rewatch this before this uh, this episode. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that you guys had seen Lord Slug b- before, and maybe even a handful of these movies. I don't think anybody saw any of these movies that we're gonna talk about tonight for the first time. Did that? Did any of you guys see any of these for the first time before doing this episode? Even if it's first been time years, a long, time. a long time. Okay, okay. A long time. So. Yeah. so well, what I want to know now is at the end of each, you know, each movie that we talk about, re-watching it, did your opinion get better, get worse, or stay about the same? Like, do you feel the same way about this film than, you know, like when you watched it the first time? Like, you've always had that general opinion about Lord Sling, You're like, eh, it's alright. Did anything change for you guys, uh, you know, positive or negative?
3: What do you think, Kobe?
2: I mean, when I was, I mean, in middle school watching it, it was just like, oh, like, this is cool. I have somebody else. Because all I had was Raditz and Vegeta and yeah, Napa, true. It's like, that was it. So like, now I've got somebody else. And it's like another, you know, and I was a DBZ fan before I was a Dragon Ball fan. So then being able to go back and like dealing with the Red Ribbon Arb like, I'll take Lord Slug over most of the foes, except for a couple, you know, in Dragon Ball, right? Right. Um, and even at that time, I remember... Playing with you know, uh, with Dragon Ball GT toys, but not watching because you couldn't <laughs> watch the show in the states. I'm like, I have no idea what this toy is. This 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 Japanese knockoff from like you know the, the corner stores and stuff like that.
3: But like, <laughs> what I, is I, I with Furry jacket.
2: Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't I don't get it. Right, I'm like, all right, well, you know. So like, no, I was glad to be able to kind of have it. So I guess in a sense, it went down only because I now have dozens of other foes. Yeah and so like it's just gonna keep kind of falling down but like absolutely harmless you know like yeah i think that you know if, if we look at what dragon ball super broly has done and taking a character that was not canon making him canon you can do this same thing like how can we adapt you know lord slug in a new way just for like a smaller arc in super or whatever they decide to do going forward inside
1: the yeah game? no no i yeah i totally think that you're onto something like There's a lot of potential with some of these characters, but maybe they didn't age well because we've gotten better, you know, villains. We've gotten like the progression of our heroes has changed Mm -hmm. as well. So in the stakes are my gosh, now in Dragon Ball Super, we're talking about. Different universes, you know, it's not yeah. just like Earth anymore, bro. It's not just, yeah.
2: it's it's a lot larger.
1: But uh, go ahead imagine man. our Z
2: fighters getting pretty bored. Oh, you only want to conquer Earth? Okay.
3: Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boom. Get the crock pot going. That was a. do we want to throw one at the end of these because this could happen. It's happened yeah. with Roland, um, that. It, do we want to see this plot in a new way come back in super as mm-hmm. it did with bro we could do that for each of these yeah you,
2: you really could i think with this one you can i think it's a nice little offshoot in the same way you had you know the goku black arc inside of super i think you could easily have that. this would be so much smaller too
3: and could be done better almost certainly
2: oh so much better with the little changes in there you take the bones of what you want lord slug to be right um, I don't know. Like, I don't want them always to have to be chasing after the Dragon Balls. Make it something else. Make it a, a personal vendetta against Piccolo, right? Yeah. So we can have Piccolo a little bit more in the forefront. I will say as the series has progressed, I haven't been. It, it's kind of whack that we left our Z fighters behind where the power scaling is so crazy. It's like they're always relegated to the bench, like, I want to see Krillin constantly, you know, keep pushing himself, pushing himself, and, like, rebuild that best friendship that he has with Goku, where Goku wants to see him challenge himself more and more and more, where Piccolo and Krillin and even Tien and, damn, even Yamcha, like, they can feel like they can be able to kind of, like, you know, carry some weight, right? Like, yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Like, and and just have it where, you know, if we can keep the Saiyans out of it or something like that for a little bit till they're, like, absolutely needed, but make it primarily them. Like, I, that's what I want.
3: Yeah, They they sort of attempted to do something kind of like that with the Moro arc and the Dragon Ball Super manga recently. I don't want to give them too much credit because it wasn't a lot like that. But there were moments where the Z fighters had to hold off some of Moro's army before he arrived. Go, mm-hmm. Gohan Piccolo had a decent showing. Kira Toriyama took a dunk on me again by making <laughs> Gohan's new ability be a shield that deflects beams because cool, cool. That's what he needs. yeah you know, so we yeah, totally get that. But yeah.
2: But no, definitely I think I think there's a good enough story there to kind of give it the you know Dragon Ball Super Broly treatment.
1: Yeah, I think uh I think you had a good point, Kobe, with the whole like, okay, with Dr- Dragon Ball Super, they they brought back the whole time travel, future trunks type thing, but then they had a mm-hmm. twist to it. You know, we could go back to Namek. You know, that we even in this uh in one of the films we're we'll probably discussed tonight, Re- uh, Return of yeah. Cooler, they go to new Namek, and there's a lot of like uh there's a lot of poetry i think in just like oh this is frieza's brother on a new namek fighting not just goku now we're fighting vegeta and oh yeah he's mech now you know so there's a lot of things where you could go back to namek even though gosh man namek needs a break man who wants to live on <laughs> namek right now like they're always getting messed with but um yeah, I think that you could do some uh some stuff with Lord Slug or or, or a villain like him, especially now that you've yeah. expanded and said that there's like another universe that has Saiyans. So what if yeah. there's like, you know, and we've seen other uh Namekians, you know, from the other universes uh, in mm-hmm. in Super. So you could have somebody who's like top tier, but it you know kind of represents like a a spiritual successor of like what we know as Lord Slug. So there's a lot of potential there. I think that you know, I think that's a good idea, Ghost, to kind of go through these villains and see if we could plug these guys in. And if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, let us know. Hit us all up in the episode description. You're going to see Kobe told me. You're going to see Ghost Plant Studios. Hit them up on social media. Let them know what you guys thought. And here on the chat, here on uh, on Twitch, thank you guys for your feedback. Uh, we're really enjoying seeing what you guys are saying, uh, following along with this conversation. Uh that was a good start. We you know, Lord Slug, eh. Now moving on. Alright, so Ghost Planet, you're the second guest here. Well, you're the you know. Let's let's just get to you and your selection on the movie. Uh I'm really actually curious to see which one you're gonna pick now, now that Lord Slug's gone and what we got left. So what what which movie would you like to talk about
3: uh next? Oh boy, well it's the question. Hmm. I guess we might as well get into one that uh that's big for me okay. uh and that's bojack i'm bound is that is, is that one we we feel like getting into do we I want love. to love okay yes. let's most, get it let definitely this uh, this is spoiler
1: alert this is probably one of the better ones of the selection that we have that's just my opinion i'm gonna throw that out there uh it's gonna be fun to talk about with you guys especially i know that we got a gohan fan up in here ghost planet and uh anybody else in the chat here thank you control freak what's up name uh let's see i'm gonna check up on the chat real quick guys uh i'd love to see more of the magian ooh jiren turned out to be his own thing as well oh yeah so there there's a lot of possibilities moving forward with super uh that we're gonna get hopefully with some different you know alien races uh and just different there's a lot of potential there a lot of potential so before we get into bojack unbound let's go ahead and get into that. i'm gonna switch the scene up real quick uh you obviously are gonna see some of the notes <laughs> from this let me switch over uh and here it is. This is actually a fan-made um, Toonami promo. But uh, nonetheless, it's still pretty awesome. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Um, if you are listening to the audio-only version, like I said before, the videos for these Toonami promos are going to be in the uh, episode description. So feel free to check them out. And uh, all right, chat here on the stream and on YouTube. Enjoy this uh, this promo.
0: Strength uh,
1: from your anger, get furious. You can't just walk in and just take our breath. But you forgot one thing. I'm my father. Stop. Yeah, that was lit. That was lit. All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> that gets the blood pumping doesn't it yo i actually right before we went live that is the movie i i, I finished off with so uh, that's, kind of that's that's the one that's fresh on my mind i even got some notes let me pull up my notes all right i got some notes up here so i can kind of keep tracking some things so obviously ghost planet you, you picked the bojack unbound film okay so i'm gonna let you lead off and then we'll get to kobe and then you know we'll just kind of go from there so uh what, what are your thoughts on this film and what did you want to you know talk about man
3: all right so i'll start off by saying uh i've been a gohan fan for a long time i was coming around at him in the Frieza saga when it was originally airing on tv back on toonami uh and once he defeated cell on network television i was a fan for life Akira Toriyama has made it his business to um take advantage of that and of all of us gohan fans and just beat us into submission uh you have gohan fans have it worse than Vegeta fans i swear we do Um, But, okay, so Bojack Unbound was the first movie that really, to me, validated being a Gohan fan. Because before that, there really was not a lot of reason to be a fan of his. He was just the kid character. And he had cool things he did, but his entire deal was what he would do one day. It was all one day, this kid's going to be a big deal. From the moment he burst out of Raditz' spaceship, we... This kid is going to be something else. And and he, that really came around in the Cell Saga. But for me, what solidified it was BoJack Unbound. Because it, it, we get to see him mess around a little while. And just like you were saying earlier, Colby, there was a lot of other Z fighters in this movie. We got a tournament with where Tien had cool moments, where Piccolo had cool moments. Future Trunks was there having cool moments. He came back in time to hang out. Uh, I don't know what made that. <laughs> something he could just do, but cool, fine. We had Creature Shrunk's there as well. And it, I don't know, it, it started off really cool. I think it was a really solid film. And when, when Gohan really got going, it just completely validated being a fan of his. Gohan is a badass. He kills people in this film. He kills a woman in this film. He takes no prisoners. They come. They, Bojack comes here to, to take over the planet, uh, you're gonna hear that a lot tonight, and <laughs> and he has a whole crew of other green dudes to do it with. And Gohan sort of tries the pacifist thing a little bit, but not as much as he has in the past, which was was a, a relief for me because you know people want to talk about how long the Frieza saga took. Guys, I felt like it took a while for Gohan to finally get around to fighting Cell. I felt like we had at least three or four episodes where he just stood there trembling while everyone else got the absolute breaks beat off of them by Cell's little uh it's gross prune And and only then after a while did he step in. But in Bojack Unbound, when he got serious, he got really serious. He went Super Saiyan 2, which to me is probably the best showing of that form because the movie went was going one way. And when he hit that transformation, it was over. That was it. He got a little help from Goku, okay, who broke the rules of other world. Um I don't know if he suffered any uh, consequences for that, but let that be known. He just teleported back because, fuck it, I can do it. (laughs) And no, man, Gohan wasted the whole crew. He was punching through people again. um, when, When Bojack threw Zangaya at him, the fact that Gohan just followed through with that, like, nope, nope, I don't care. You can throw all your henchmen at me. They're done. You're done. And it was so refreshing to have Gohan act that way and be that way. And when I saw Bojack Unbound, I was like, yes, this is who I'm with. One day this kid will be fully grown and he'll be the new Goku. And I will be right there for that because I was a Vegeta fan more than a Goku fan. So I couldn't get down with certain moments of Z like other people could. But the idea that Gohan was gonna be the guy going forward allowed me to say, I'm ready for what comes next with Dragon Ball Z. I was reading in Beckett, that there was going to be a teenage Gohan soon fighting Pink Chewing Gum. I didn't know what that meant, but I was here for it. So for Bojack Unbound, for me, I give it like a like a nine, like a nine out of 10. For its time, it was probably the best movie that I think it come out. Um, and even now, if you like Gohan, it's a hard nine because it's probably his best showing in the entire series. Wow. So what about you guys?
2: Oh, that's, I mean, impeccably well said. Um, Bojack Unbound ranks number seven out of my entire list. um, So it's up there. And for everything that you, it, like, I would completely clap it up to all that because it's crazy how much in regard, like, there wasn't a lot of time that passed, at least for us in the in the States, between Bojack Unbound and Lord Slug. But I feel like it's like leaps and bounds just better in its animation, better in its character design, better in the, you know, the animation style, the choreography for fighting. I mean, one, The fact that some spoiled kid by the world's richest man said, I want a intergalactic martial arts tournament as a B-Day gift. He's like, cool, I'll get that because it took me whenever he watches, I'm like, wait, so we knew of other like, you know, like universes like way back here. i thought we only got that in super all right let's let's go right (laughs) and i'm like okay yes that's right it did happen and like yeah i don't really understand the time traveling physics as to why trunks came back but remember this is kind of like a parallel side universe and trunks forever is one of the best looking characters like he's 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 drop dead gorgeous i mean you can't beat purple hair i still don't understand how he went from blue to purple but he did Right, it's you know, like I just you know between Bulma and her daddy, like that's just how it happened, right? <laughs> you know, and like seeing Trunks take on Tien, and like I, yo, I will always give it up to like you know for my Z fighters because Tien, no matter what, he knows like his limits and he never backs down, you know. And like his when he first used the Tri Beam Cannon, you know, against um a second Imperfect Cell, right? Like I'm like a semi Imperfect Cell, I was like yo, like like just. Ah, ah, I'll <laughs> never forget that. Year, right. And the fact that he used it on trunks and trunks kind of has to hold it back trunks in this state is like, okay, fighting and not just it. It was a really, really good fight. And granted, you know, TN loses, but like, like that's why trunks was able to like, kind of like have respect for him. Like, you know, granted, I know you're saying you're leaps and bounds ahead of me, but like, I'm still going to progress. And he constantly keeps on going. It kind of sucked that Krillin was made into more of like this kind of, you know, you know, just uh, he's there for comedy. You know, for comedy. You know, I'm like, Krillin should be the strongest human being in the world. Like, he should be the strongest Earthling in the world. That he's not. It sucks a little bit. Like, I'll take it. But I do like what the story did. I mean, the intricacy of Battle Island and then Battle Island Two, and then having like, I still don't know how Bojack was underneath the island, and like, was there interdimensions underneath that island? Because they were in like this toy box dimension and then like other i still don't understand that i've got no clue where they all went to but i will say his henchmen ranking like the top five henchmen for all like you know of villain bad guys right like i would put these henchmen they're not as memorable as the ginyu force but they're definitely more devastating than the ginyu force is you know, mm-hmm. and granted, we spent more time with the Ginyu Force. Like we spent literally like eight episodes with Raccoon, and, eight, and, 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 and like you know, ten episodes with Birdor and Chase and stuff like that. <laughs> like they're just we we, we will we remember them. But like these guys were like relentless. I mean, they're as they were equally as strong as Trunks. I mean, they gave it to Vegeta. And I love the fact that Bojack just as a villain. He's not the guy that's just standing around waiting for like his other, his underlings to take care of him. He gets it on the fight. Like they work together as a team. And I thought that was like so cool. Cause you typically wouldn't see that cell will sit back and wait. Frieza will sit back and wait, you know, but like he's with his team fighting as if like, they're like a family and like just the, even the using of their powers and they have that little barrier thing. It just looked really, really cool. So yeah, no, I, I, I like this movie a lot. I would give this action eight out
1: of 10. Ooh, man. Such awesome. high praise for Bojack Unbound tonight, guys. Chat, let us know how you feel. We want to know: Have you guys seen Bojack Unbound, and, how, and what are your thoughts on it?
3: Um, I'll throw this in real quick before you start. Yeah, or go, go for it. Go for it. Because um, Ghost Planet doesn't have video streaming yet. We're working on it. Uh, but my uh, uh, from Japan model SSJ2 Gohan is hanging out on the on the Ooh, desk here. So, nice. Here in spirit. Here in spirit. Yeah, man. He-
2: Gohan at this stage, like, I think what makes this such like a fan favorite for this kind of preteen Gohan is that you can clearly see that if he remained on this track, we would get the Gohan that we want when he's older, where we get future Gohan. One-armed, badass Gohan with a scar.
3: I've said this to Lucas many times. All future one-armed Gohan needed was to come to our timeline and get a metal arm, and that guy is back in the game. Oh my gosh.
0: Back
2: in the game. Now, if they do some type of Kelvin Star Trek universe where we can have future Gohan come here and meet up with his dad, and he gets a cool ass metal
3: arm, like I I lose throw throw Bardock in. I don't even care at that (laughs) point. Throw Bardock in with that too. I love it.
2: Like that's that's where we need to be. We obviously know the time is 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 not an issue, especially if Trunks can kind of come back and forth whenever he (laughs) likes. Everybody, you know, and just just, let's just see what happens.
1: man man you guys already know history of trunks is one of my favorite i guess technically it's a special now i had it uh, on vhs so i looked at it i looked at it as a movie uh that's that kind of like with bardock father of goku that's technically a special um now okay uh there's a this is fresh in my brain so i'm gonna try to you know think of some things here First of all,
3: you're probably the most impartial one of us here when it comes to this. I think maybe.
1: Man, well, look, Future Trunks is a badass, bro. Okay, uh, you know, and I do like how they did show all the Z Fighters just whooping ass. Like all, they're they're just whooping ass at this tournament. But then, uh, for comedic purposes, obviously, like Kobe was talking about Krillin, he's doing his thing, and then he's like, "Oh shit, Piccolo's here." Oh shit, Trunks is here. You know, he starts. They're like, "Damn, I damn." <laughs> Now, um, you know, it's funny how, like, they have kind of, like, it's almost like they were joking about it. Like, Yamcha's laying up there. He's like, well, I guess this is done. I ain't going to get this money now because, you know, obviously Trunks and them are here. Saiyans are here. Gohan's here. I even like that that moment where you got Bulma and Chi-Chi kind of, like, almost putting bets. You know, they're yeah. like, hey, my son's going to win this thing, right? It's like, what? None of Trunks is here. It's like, what? And you see, like, this kind of, like, verses happen. I thought that was really awesome, man. Because you forget, like, yeah, that's... Bulma and Chi-Chi's sons are some of the most powerful characters that we are introduced to. Um, I will tell you, though, aesthetically pleasing, this movie is like top tier. Uh, The animation, there was even some weird things that I noticed, like the dark hair had like a blue hue to it. Did you guys notice that sometimes? It was like, okay, that's kind of cool
3: x energy was was flashing around a lot of those effects yeah like yes man um
2: it, it, it was pretty dope even
3: like you know the super state the super Saiyan two lightning like
2: you know had like this really cool effect and it was just yes it it, it it was it was it was really really cool and then kind of seeing like one with the fact that we were, were back on snake way and we have to remember like how that and like Oh, yeah, King Kai's planet is gone. You know, like it's just, it's it's Gregory, it's Bubbles, and they're just chilling there in the middle of Snake Way because they have like, there's no other place that they can go. And like, just like, I I wonder, like, what the, like, I did not know that Goku could still use instant transmission to just like instant transmission punch Bojack out of nowhere. And like, either it takes an immense amount of power to be able to do that. And that's probably like, well, he is a Super Saiyan God. So I guess he can, if he's allowed to do it, he can. There, right and, you know it's 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 a really cool looking film and 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 oh, you can man. tell like this the time where they were kind of going into that style like during wrath of the dragon and stuff like that like you could tell that it was a little bit more defined like in that era the lines were a little bit more crispier um and stuff like that and before before it got softer you know, during you know the, um, the the Majin Buu saga, right? Yeah, where yeah. like you know, the lines are a little bit more curved. Like I loved, you know, when I was like doing sketches where you can see their hair when they go from Super Saiyan level one to two. You know, it's so much like you know triangular and like yeah. you know, mortified. Yeah, like, they're super ripped in their arms. And and, and and I will say this, I like the story in Super. I'm not a big fan of the animation often. And you could tell, like, it's like, they don't put any details, just, like, like blocks. It, it is it <laughs> is often moving. Until they, like, it goes into, like, that video game style fight. Like, when Jiren and Goku are fighting between, like, you know, Super Blazing Fire Jiren, you know, uh, going against, you know, Master Ultra Instinct Goku. And it's, like, meticulously, you know, animated. But then you look at other times where it's like, what's going on? Like, why is it incomplete? It is weird. But no, here...
3: It's because they, you can see where the budget went. Oh,
2: mm. very, very true. Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't they didn't skimp on it here. Or, or at least like it was still so fresh that they made sure to like to really do a lot in regards to like how they design it. I will say this was the most telling how <laughs> a lot of the, the animators they can only draw three face three faces. Like there's, <laughs> there's a Krillin face, there's a goku face, and then there's a bulma face. And that, then it's just yes, variates everything else. <laughs>
3: It's like they have a really limit. it's like they have like a Xenoverse 1 character creator or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they only have so many that they can choose from. I, You know, I, the – the oh, go ahead, Ghost. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude.
3: No, i just saying. It's like, it's like a curatorium has like three custom faces he can choose from. And he needs to get Xenoverse 2 so he can you know, really diversify his character creation process.
1: Well, like, I, I, one of the examples that I noticed is, like, the, uh, the the female villain girl, like, when you see her face, it's like, that's like Android 18, just with big, poofy red hair, like, you know, the, and, and even, and I don't know, now, this is a different example, but when I was watching Gohan in this film, I'm like, man, he's starting to look like Goku, like, his facial expressions were really identical to Goku, like especially when he was getting angry and serious about everything, maybe it was because he was in that you know that uniform too, which I I really like. It really shows that Gohan was like I'm you know at this point my dad's not here no more. I got to step up to the plate, you know. And then uh, another interesting thing was, and even Trunks, you know, anime does this all the time where they'll just kind of point out some some things. And when Vegeta showed up. Now, Vegeta in a lot of these movies, I notice he's never really there at the beginning, but he'll he'll pop up and he'll be like, you're not killing Kakarot, you know, like and he he just like ain't having that. But what was really interesting was Trunks mentions that Vegeta basically after Goku died had kind of just, you know, sheltered away.
3: Right. He was there to help, not to test his own power, not not for any not for any real selfish reason. Like he was coming because he sensed he sensed that power and he came to do something about it. Well, now in true fashion, he got vegetated. But you
0: know, (laughs) he he did.
1: He did. Unfortunately, because like I thought, like wow, that's really interesting. I wouldn't compare them, but it was almost like the Batman Joker relationship. Like I I need you. I need you. That was my motivation. Even though I, I hated that you were stronger than me, you were always pushing me to get stronger. You were always like just that one step ahead of me. And it always. Now that you're gone, what's the point? And I thought it was really interesting is that Vegeta was like laying in bed, and when Trunks got his ass whooped, he like felt it. And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I wonder where Vegeta's connection is with future Trunks as a son, knowing that's that."
2: Gotta short, yeah, like that's got to
1: be Yeah, that's knowing that that that's his son, and, he, and that that son, that version of him, and what he's been through, in, in growing up without a father, without Vegeta there. But then also we have baby Trunks. And, you know, he's always been tough love with him. Like, there's even moments where Trunks goes up to Vegeta he's like, you know, you're not powerful enough, Father. And he, like, literally is like, I'm not going to tell you again, bro. And he, like, you know, sucker punches him. Small child. Yeah, like, I, it It was interesting to see that. And I was like, man, that's like a story in itself about just Vegeta without Goku. Like, what would he really do? And, and um, you know, how much he's, for so long... Chased Kakarot, and 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 even in a lot of moments, he'll save him just to say like, "I'm gonna kill him, not you." That, that's my job, and that's where I'm gonna get to. But now that that's gone, and it was also interesting to see Goku is up there dead, but he seemed like he was just at peace, man. It seemed like he was kind of done fighting. Weirdly, you know, he's just hanging out there eating. He's like, "What I miss, Kinka," you know. And it was only in those moments where he was like, "Oh shit, I can't come and save the day," but. Yeah he did have that really cool confidence and he's like don't worry my son's there and then he kept looking at king kai when gohan was getting messed up and he's like yo i get we gotta do something so i don't know if king kai it's kind of like when they talk about with other forms of stories and entertainment like these angels and gods they can interfere they have the ability to it's just like a rule it's like you're, you're not supposed to
3: yeah right. um and I- it- give goku some leeway here because I, I know some people may say it's a bit of a plot hole that he's simply instant transmission from afterlife back back to hang out you know because you really should not be able to do that but the dragon ball z has set a precedent for goku being able to bend the rules because of what he's done for the kai's and what he's done for king Yama and things like that so i i don't really think it's that far of a leap to imagine that they saw him do that and no one really did anything about it because he went to save the planet because presumably, if Gohan loses, what happens next? Who else on Who else on Earth steps up to finish that? Right. But go in that situation. So I, I I think I don't even think it's a plot hole. I just I just think everyone sort of looked the other way for the good of everyone else mm-hmm. and just kind of let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to give a brief plug to Team Four Stars version of um, I forget which movie it is, but there's you were speaking earlier about Gohan being on Snake Way and being in the, uh, Goku being on Snake Way and being in the afterlife and being at peace. They, I forget which movie they do, but they wrap it up. Um, and it's after Gohan. I think it is Bojack Unbound and, and Gohan or Goku. I keep doing that. Goku is, is in the afterlife and he sees Goten being born. And everyone's going, oh, he looks just like Goku. And you don't see Goku until the very end, where you see him watching a little TV from the afterlife. And he just goes, huh, he does look like me. And it's the cutest thing, man. Like it's just such a cute, heartwarming moment. And it reminds me of what you said.
1: I mean, Goku, like, I know that the, the meme out there, the joke is that he's a bad father, right? We, we, we touch on that a lot. And there's examples, and I even noticed this in Return of Cooler, which we'll get into pretty soon. But, you know, how Piccolo's always wondering and worried about Gohan. Even in here. Remember, Piccolo dipped out. When Krillin was, like, trying to fight him, he's like, I, you know, this is a joke. I'm out of this yep. shit. And then he came back because why? Because Gohan was in trouble. But then I was like, wait a second. What did Vegeta do? He felt his son in trouble because you see him on the bed. He looks over and he sees Trunks' sword. He's like, something's not right. So I was like, damn, it's like Piccolo almost has that father-son connection. But you can see like Goku up there going like, I don't know, like Goku and Piccolo, at least with their relationship, not even father-son, you know, Goku at first was like, it's all good. Gohan's there. You know, so there is that level of confidence. You know, Piccolo's always had that tough love. Piccolo to me has always been like that mixture that split down the middle of like Vegeta and Goku. You know, he can be a little bit more understanding and not as tough as Vegeta, but he always knew that Gohan needed that. He needed that. And even Goku, when he does appear, instant transmission, whatever, that was just badass. To me, I looked at it more as like this dude's so strong, like that he can come back from the dead just from pure will. And, and, and want and love for yeah. for his friends and family that he he was able to physically interact with the living world. And even the bojack was like, was that Goku? Like it's like, what the hell <laughs> just happened? I thought that dude was dead.
2: Was so, uh, he was so surprised, <laughs> man. It, I think it, it's a really cool story. And I've I've always tried to find a way like as adapting this text and like okay what other themes can i be able to explore and then we talk about the themes of fatherhood the fact that most of these characters don't have a fatherhood there's nothing that we know of with krillin obviously we know that you know goku had a father that he didn't know and then you know the father figure to goku was grandpa gohan he was lost to him at a very early age and then had to rely on that you know from you know um you know from master roshi Um, the same thing with gohan the fact that he loses his father repeatedly That's a lot of trauma to be able to deal with. And then this surrogate father that he has in Piccolo and the battle that Piccolo has with his own sense of self, you know, and his attachment to Kami that he wanted to resist for so many years. Vegeta losing his father, you know, like at a really, really early age. And we get to see that so much more inside of Broly. I I really love what they did in Super Broly, the fact that it focused on these three Saiyans and yeah. how they how they intersect throughout the like how they decide to go on these different ways throughout the galaxy i thought that was like a phenomenal thing that mm. happened and um i i think it's great so like it, it, it's it's the more of these movies that we be able to see, and like you know that sense of fatherhood and and getting that connection, like that's why it matters so much. Like we get the father son Kamehameha, you know, you know during the Cell Games, you know, and then you have like it's it's so cool because Gohan needs his dad, and even though his father's not always there, he's there when it counts,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he
2: needs him most. And I think that that's that's good.
1: Yeah, and he and he he carries him down. He's like, hey man, you, you're gonna have to unleash what what you you know is inside you that potential that he's witnessed like it's like goku's always been like weirdly just like he he knew it, it, it and he's just like yeah i mean yeah he's strong he's my son i mean he's half saying it's you know
3: he saw him pop out of that he saw him pop out of raddit spaceship and he knew from that moment yep. he was like this kid's gonna be the one one day
1: yeah but but you know that's so we could kind of look at that real quick about after that that takes place how everyone reacts differently. You got Piccolo. He's like, I'm going to take this kid. He got to go train. You got Chi-Chi who maybe wasn't there, you know, well, she wasn't there, but she's like, no, he's, he is powerful. He could be like Goku. I got to make him, you know, he's got to stud. Yeah. The reason why she doesn't want him like Goku because Goku will always be gone. Yeah. So it's like, after he shows like, this is what he can do. Everyone starts going, well, this is what he should do. This is, and everybody has a different idea, but it was in the moment of seeing him say that fucking awesome line where he's like, you know, basically he's calling out Bojack. He's basically, I'm a, I'm a butcher it, but he's, you know, he's like, you yeah, know, no,
3: that speech is legend. Yes. Oh
1: my gosh. The fact that he just goes, you know, I've, I've seen your type before, you know, this ain't nothing new. You know how it's this, I was a little kid. Yeah. There's always been somebody trying to come over here, harm people, take over this planet. You know, this, you know, you're not catching anybody off by a surprise. But one thing you did forget so is, is he says, it. yo, he just like emerges in that. That was like his like taking the place of Goku. And, yeah. and 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 I was really, you know, so a little bit of me, honestly, not to nitpick, was kind of upset that Goku came in, you know, yeah. uh, because he kind of did save the day. It's almost like how they were joking about how Mr. Satan, if it wasn't for him coming in there, <laughs> they would have been done for you know, you kind of wanted them to really just go, Yeah, nobody is going to save the day. So you're going to have to figure something out. And seeing Vegeta pop back in, you know, Trunks, he's strong, dude. All these characters are really strong. But I just, with all of these movies, I kind of hate how they get so beat up so quickly. You know, have you guys yeah. noticed that? Like, they, they really get they, handled. So they do. It. It's just they've been around for such a
2: long time and i think we have different generations interacting with the movies too Mm -hmm. you know uh i still find a love and affinity for i mean you know the next three even with me like kind of like my thoughts on you know lord slug being like lower rung i would say that like cooler you know the return of cooler is also in the middle like you know towards that lower tier but it's cooler such a hard ass like dope character like I don't care what they're doing in the movie it's just like it's cooler like it is he's one of the coolest looking characters so I can kind of gloss over it. Rightfully so the, the Brawley sequels are getting beat up. What's the case that we can have there so as we transition that conversation um I, I there's valid criticisms there.
3: Oh yeah oh yeah well, hey Lucas um mm-hmm. so what if, if you had to give it a number rating, what would you give? Man, come back?
1: this is one of my favorites, man. And you know, I'm not really sure about the number as far as like a rating, but if we are doing like out of 10, this is feel about like a seven or an eight, man. Um, just depending on my mood, man. Uh, because honestly, the whole Gohan in Goku's outfit—you know—I love that 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 Cell Games Gohan. I love that version of him, even though Goku was there at the Cell Games. Just that this is the passing of the torch. And He's be the best version. Oh, he yeah, like we mentioned earlier, take him and Future Gohan. Those are my favorites. Everybody else, yeah, whatever. Uh, they have their moments. Um, they would have to, or I would have not. Liked what they became at certain points, but you know I love Future Trunks being there. I think this is a '90s anime aesthetic porn in a lot of ways. There are a lot of beautiful yep. scenes with the color. Like there's that that when Trunks is in that that flower field, and then like the the energy blast comes, it gets like reddish oh, purple, man. and then you see oh, like man. the the petals go by him. There's like gifts out there of that. There you know when Gohan is powering up and he breaks through the threads just different moments where it's like a lot of memorable visually mm-hmm. um uh moments that i really uh liked and it, and it felt like they were just having fun they're like yeah we're having another tournament here's all your characters mr saiyan's here this is right after cell games and and bojack you know didn't need a deep uh, you know explanation i think they said king kai's like yeah the, the four kai or something
2: like that yeah he's
1: like a demon like uh king Piccolo. But uh, the Kai's, like, locked him away. But because when Goku blew up King Kai's planet, it freed him. But it was just yeah. like, okay, whatever. That's all I need. There's things like Return of Cooler that we're about to talk that just shit just is happening and it <laughs> <laughs> just just, just, <laughs> okay. just happening really <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> okay whatever so uh, it, it, does anybody have anything else they want to say about bojack unbound um like we were talking about do you think bojack could be used in in, in the future in canon and um after seeing it recently has it changed your opinion of the film uh from seeing it when you first did so
2: oh i definitely appreciate it much more as i'm older now um which is pretty dope to kind of have that turnaround on it like i liked it before but like i appreciate it so much more now um yeah I, I think it's a smaller character where it still could be used i'm wondering if it could be used in like that way where you know is there you know can we have like a you know a um bobby sort of you know person We're like this this seems like oh bobby would want to free this demon just like how he kind of had you know um uh, you know the, the, the other dude with him who was like you know the, the king of the demons it's like, like i can kind of see that that'd be cool
3: okay 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 listen so follow me on this we fast forward to the future dr Giro, he's got a computer he's got several he's got one at the bottom of the ocean it's been down there we've never heard about it It's Dragon Ball Super times, it's modern times. Uh, There's a bunch of rubble on the ocean floor. The computer's scanning through it. It's moving bricks aside. What does it uncover? The remains of a green space pirate that was blasted apart dozens of years earlier. It takes him, bears him, and it gives us Super Bojack. And he has a vendetta for adult Gohan. He comes after his family, and Gohan handles that business. Kuratoriama, you owe this to us because this movie was w- Gohan's best moment. If the Cell Saga in the main series, this is his best moment and would be his final best moment, damn it, for a really, really, really long time. I think you can absolutely do this in Dragon Ball Super. There's no reason you can't. Bojack is cool, his entire thing was cool. You could come up with a million contrivances for why he can come back and what you can do with him. But I absolutely think you should. If you want to redeem Gohan, a Toriyama, who will never hear this. If you truly want to redeem Gohan, you can do it in one shot. Bojack Unbound movie in Dragon Ball Super. And he spends that struggling with where he was, where he is now, and where he should be. And he can get there by blowing that green ass apart again. That's <laughs> what I I, Bro, I, I,
2: I I I love that. Bojack's Revenge. like
3: Bojack's. <laughs> bro that's Mm.
2: that's so good because essentially like from what we've seen up until this point this was gohan's great even even though he had sell it was so early right because he needed to know that he could tap back into that power right because he didn't know like it's just like that's that one off you know it was it was android 16's death that propelled that power but it was like it was still so raw like could he be able to have that back and he was able to do that but like with an even smaller push this time around and it was against bojack at a very young age and the fact that, you know, Gohan, at least in, you know, in the span of super, like he now has a family of his own. And to imagine, you know, the greatest step that he remembers before he turned into a wet blanket, right? You know, is essentially like this. And like that would be, oh man, I love that. Good. I love that, man.
1: Yo, let's make it happen. Can we make this happen? Uh chat.
2: Yeah. You out there that like make fan films, all right? <laughs> like, do your job
1: go give us Bojack's <laughs> revenge please someone Bojack's
0: revenge man.
1: let's get it uh yo I love this I uh, see this is what's funny we're, we're we're reflecting but we're also thinking like okay what what could we do with this uh, you know you, reflecting
2: and projecting
1: yeah it should be just some one and dones there's a lot of potential here if you've done it with brawley you could definitely do it with a lot of these other characters um first of all we gotta shout out everybody in the chat uh thank you guys for you know hanging out with us. Uh, thank My you for own.
3: participating.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I saw that. I saw that.
3: Um, so, Shout out to Tsunami Hub on Twitter. He's been following along with us there in the midnight. There you region. go.
0: Hey. Thanks hey. for
3: watching. For sure, man.
1: Tsunami Hub is uh, the GOAT, man. He is always out there supporting, man. Big uh, art today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, so um, we only got a couple selections left. Um, so I think it would be probably best that we just get into, uh, you know, Bio Brawley, the best movie that we have here. Now, I'm just kidding. We're we, we not going to get there just yet. We're going to get Bio into Corona. <laughs> Jeez, man. You already know. You already know. that Those, mm-mm. we're about to say the best for last, quote, unquote. So, you guys are tuning in on youtube thank you um and if you're listening to this on the audio uh, version only we also appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we geek out about dragon ball z tonight here hopefully well you know not technically the finale on wonder soul z maybe i can get kobe and ghost planet back and we can finish out some of these other ones that we haven't talked about uh, if you guys would like that, let us know and connect with them. Be sure to check out the description of this episode for links to their individual uh, social medias and podcasts. Okay, I'm I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Shout out to the chat one more time. Control freak, I see you. Melzy trap, uh, I see you run. Let's uh, see Uncle Mike's world. Who else has been popping in? Let's see. Let's see. Um, just everybody who's you know poked their head in. Willow's heart studio. Uh, Just everybody here that's been a part of the Twitch chat. If you want to be shouted out, if you want to be a part of the conversation, Wednesday night we're going live here on twitch.tv slash Wondersoul. Um, And yeah, we're having fun. So uh, let's let's keep it going. Let's keep the momentum going. So the next film that we're going to talk about here on Wondersoul Z uh, is going to be The Return of Cooler. So you guys already know. I'm going to switch the scene and we're going to play... Uh, this uh, fun Toonami promo. I got to double check. I'm not sure if this one is fan made or not. I think it's. I think this is legit. Uh, either way, like I've mentioned before, you're going to find the link to these videos also in the episode description. So do yourself a favor and check these out when you get a chance. If you are listening to the audio only podcast. All right. So let's go ahead and press play it's about 30 seconds. And then we're going to jump into our talk of Return of Cooler.
0: Namek is under siege. Cooler's army of super robots has enslaved the planet. Goku, save them.
2: As a countermeasure, Dende has enlisted the help of some powerful friends. The Return of Cooler premieres Friday, September 26th at 6.
0: Hey, hey, the gang's all here. Why won't you die? Only,
1: Dunamek. Only. Oh, oh, gosh. Only Tsunami, right? Uh <laughs> I you know, I actually just forgot until just a moment ago hearing that Dende called them to uh Nunamic. I I guess I like wasn't paying attention. So when I was watching this earlier, I was like, why are they going to Nunamic again? Why is Nunamic always attracting trouble? Um we'll get into okay. all that. We'll get on whoever wants to take the lead on this one, by all means please go ahead, whether it's Ghost Plan or Kobe. You guys can pass it back and forth. I'll let y'all decide, okay?
3: I think I'm going to toss it to Colby, but I want to open us up with uh, a joke here. So, um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and Frieza have in common. Ooh.
1: What What does Cooler and Frieza have in common?
3: What do Sasuke from Naruto oh, oh, oh. and Frieza from Dragon Ball Z have in common? Ooh. Both their brothers oh. are Cooler. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, man. <laughs> I see what
2: you did there, <laughs> yo. Um, so if you get shot into the sun, there should be no coming back from that. Like, not not only that, were you shot into the sun, but you were propelled by your death ball beam, reversed to you by a kamehameha wave into the sun. There should be no coming back from that. However, thanks to the Big Getty Star,
3: The which, Big Getty Star,
2: which we've heard before, right? Like I, we've heard the Big Getty Star before, correct?
1: Yes. I, I no, actually, no. I, I, Kobe, or I th- am I confusing I, it with what? Um, I was thinking the the same thing, dude. And, and I had to actually look it up. But I, was I, it in Dead Zone? No. It 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 actually hasn't appeared in anything else, bro. And I thought, what's it,
2: the star that?
1: You're thinking of the Tree of Might. No,
2: right? no. What's no, this? There's a star that gives Garlic Jr. Ooh. his
1: power. What's up, Ghost? Can you help? Can you help I, out? I'm not sure.
3: He's on to something here. I want to say there is one other time in the series that they mentioned the Big Getty Star prior to this. but oh, I Because they, they
2: talk about it like they do.
3: Right. I feel like they've mentioned it before on, uh, in some other
1: context. Um, so, Chad, can you help that? us out? I uh, see Control said the Dead Zone. So maybe
3: you guys are on to something. Okay. Okay. He um, might be right. He might be be right it could be the star that garlic jr mentioned there and we're just so far away from rising sun we don't remember yeah
2: quite possible I, I gotta look at that a little bit more but like it's 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 interesting like the exposition the exposition dumps are like just hilarious in a lot of these earlier <laughs> films and the fact that they come like from our characters is like okay at least i have to have this so i'm glad because it was in the beginning of the film cooler was like I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh great. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really matter. But then like towards the end that he actually does. But the fact that we have this sentient computer chip floating in collecting space junk. And I guess there's enough of cooler alive to attach himself to. And that power just manifests into a planet swallowing superstarship that like it, it, it's so yeah. This is the one of the most sci-fi, you know, Dragon Ball Z mm. films. I, I'll say that the fact that it takes us into space and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we are we're back to kid Gohan, you know, so I know you know, ghost this the bowl cut, you know. Um, <laughs> it, it, that, that that's tough, but like th- this is this is the Gohan that has left Earth. So he's been to Namek already, right? And his experiences there and fighting Frieza and kind of getting that friendship with Krillin have have toughened him up some, right? So at least that's a that's a good thing. Um, I will say that Meta Cooler, Mecha Cooler looks really, really cool. But we all know it's the transformation of Cooler into Big Cooler. That's the coolest thing that probably we've ever seen. Like Cooler's Revenge, what makes that movie it's it's not a great film like in itself, it's just one of the greatest looking characters and a super amazing fight scene that we've ever seen still. Um and some of that coolness that cool factor is carried over. I just don't know why he wasn't able to transform
1: mm. I
2: wanted him to transform so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I really really did but I mean it, it was it, it was it was pretty dope like I like the little alien robots um they're crazy powerful. those robots remind me of world's strongest and world's strongest is one of my favorite dragon ball z movie so because of that because of those those robots and the fact that we do have cooler which is you know one of the greatest characters you know return of cooler is higher than lord slug um but it's still like in that bottom tier i kind of have it you know hovering around like in that, that 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 13 uh area like you know 13 out of the 17 films
0: mm-hmm. yeah so um
2: if i were to give it a, a, a an, if i were to give it a rating i would give it a 6 out of 10 i think it's fine
1: now, now, where would you place uh, Cooler's Revenge? Because I... Cause I, I oh, Cooler's I already... Revenge
2: is much... Yeah, what? Cooler's Revenge, I have that... one, two, three,
0: four, five, six.
2: I have Cooler's Revenge actually right in front of Bojack.
0: Okay.
2: And it's only because just... That design? The The character is so cool and the fight is super duper cool. You're right. You know, it... it, it, it yes. Like, and, and that's... It, it, that part is just done so well. And I honestly... I have loved Super Saiyan Goku just because he like he's like this. He just gets so jacked. Like he, <laughs> would, would, would you see him catch that Death Beam ball from Cooler? And like he is just massive. Like his hands are just like oh my god. I, I, I love that design of him. And then how he when he goes Super Saiyan two, he gets so much more sleeker and like thinner and faster and stuff. So like it's it's really really cool. So yeah, I have Cooler's Revenge right above uh,
1: Bojack. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm right now during the stream and on YouTube if you're watching this there. Uh, I'm showing some of that that Cooler's Revenge. Ah, there you go. Yeah, that transformation. Bro, the man.
2: Fighter
1: waterfall I- This when he hate-
2: oh, man, the transformation is so sick.
1: But there's a reason love- why in Dragon Ball I Fighters would- you get this version of Cooler. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Ghost. My bad. Go ahead, bro.
3: That's fine, I'm enjoying it just like you guys are. Um, I think he's a very aptly named character because in almost every way he is just cooler than Freeze. I I feel like they set out with a mission, because I'm a Freeza fan. I have been a Freeza fan almost as long as I've been a Vegeta fan, as far as villains in the series go, Uh, but but Cooler is just cooler than him in almost every way he could be, and they nailed that. Um, It's a, I liked it. I think I liked it a little more than you, Colby. Uh, I have really fond memories of it because when I was at the height of my Vegeta fandom and was getting toys out of the store, uh, I had a great Vegeta figure that came out with the Revenge of Cooler line. Um, and I was a sticker stickler for articulation. I liked being able to move these guys around to do the poses. And that one came with replaceable hands. Oh, it doesn't get better than the hands that can do the beams and everything. <laughs> anyway, so I was... I, was the movie had a lot going forward for me it was grounded in childhood nostalgia because I really enjoyed it when I was a kid um, and I think it kind of holds up it, again some of these movies as a as a Vegeta fan hit different and he had while not the best showing in this as a Vegeta fan you just got to take the moments where he does better than other moments and those are his moments and in this one it was pretty cool he he still had that that rivalry with Goku where just like you were talking about, Colby, he doesn't want anyone else to kill this guy. I have to kill this guy. If you kill him before I do, you know I failed. So I have to, in a way, have his back. And I appreciated that. I pre- just like you said, it was very sci-fi. Ghost Planet's real sci-fi leaning, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Coming back to it, the big Getty star was cool. <laughs> so, so many things about the plot were interesting to me. You're right in that we can't stay away from New Namek. Um, We just we just can't leave that place alone during this particular time period. I guess you want to mm-hmm. say in DBZ, we're there every other uh, every other movie, every other uh, moment. That someone's talking about what's going on over there. But on the whole, I would give this one a seven. Um, just like Colby, I think it's fine. I, I don't really have a ton of uh, personal investment in it. I guess outside of I, I enjoyed it when I was a kid. The toys that came out with the line, I think it's serviceable. Um, it kind of falls below the list for me to sort of jump back for two seconds. Bojack Unbound is my third favorite DBZ movie on a list of five. It's my third favorite. Um, Cooler's Revenge doesn't make that list, but I do still think it's a decent movie to watch. If you're a fan of Cooler, which those people exist, what, what, you know, you have two movies. <laughs> so, <Yeah. this> is- <laughs> so I guess for a fan of Cooler, um, I would give it like an eight because it continues that story. And his aesthetic is cool. I had the Metacooler toy as well. His aesthetic is fantastic. I think those were like 13-inch figs. And, you know, aesthetically, like you were saying, I think it's a very pleasing movie. I like the shine. Um, heck, I use a similar chrome effect in some of our characters in Ghost Planet. I really like the effect on Metacooler. I like the Big Getty Star. I like them going into that and fighting the, the messed up, uh, attached to wires and circuitry cooler that was cool oh my gosh
2: when they were getting their powers drained it looks like it
3: hurts it's so that was such a cool sequence i'm a big fan of old games like system shock that did stuff that looked just like that that was really cool um and and the ending i appreciate that even after all that vegeta's like i'm not celebrating with you jerks i'm here for.
0: (laughs) he
2: dips (laughs) it's so quick no senzu being needed no nothing (laughs) wait where's vegeta in his ship
3: he's gone (laughs) gone. (laughs) he arrived he's leaving early <laughs> I Yo, love this that. and he crushes it in his hand on the way out
2: That's- he does man he's he's so good and we got to remember like he's still the anti-hero at this point he's no longer the villain because he's helped the z fighters you know on multiple occasions now especially like you know with you know he didn't have to go help and you know and go to Namba. he didn't have to really. at all you know really. um but like the fact that like you said like his goal is to make sure that he surpasses Kakarot and that ultimately he can beat him. And he won't let anybody come up against that. And oftentimes he's going to have to team up reluctantly. And it's really cool. And then seeing that, you know, the fact that this was the f- – I'm trying to think. Did this come out before the Android Saga?
1: Ooh. I can't remember, bro. I'm
2: unsure if it did or not. Like okay. this, Could this have really been – I don't know if this could have been the introduction to Super Saiyan Vegeta.
3: I, I don't. I, I think it was. I think if I remember correctly, I think it was pretty nebulous, and it came out around the time of the early Android saga. I want to say mm-hmm. when Doctor Zero and nineteen episodes were still on TV. Uh, I knew about this film. I was watching.
1: It. Let I mean, I think I can check that out while you guys are talking real quick. I, can I mean,
2: I sure remember that. the clamshell VHS. Like, <laughs> like it, it was <laughs> right. like that's it's crazy. Um, you said you're from New York. Do you remember? You ever heard of this place, Dragon's Den?
3: I don't think so.
2: But it was, this was like the OG, you know, comic shop. And like, it was, I'm I'm from, I'm from Yonkers, New York outside the Bronx. And it's like, I was waiting forever to try to get this DVD. I was like, Frieza has a brother. And like, most certainly I want cooler as a proper character inside of the universe. I cannot wait to adapt him to the big screen. Like I forget when I saw those fan made uh, renderings of like what a live action film would look like with each character, and like you see Cell and like how like terrifying Cell would look, you know, especially in Perfect Cell, um, like you know, if, if brought to life, I can imagine Cooler just looking so like bomb, and when he transforms, like oh my gosh, and you know, and and you and I, I've seen the different things that you could do when you play around with the train. I mean, freezes had five transformations in a sense if you you if you kind of count in you know his golden frieza form um and i think in like super dragon ball heroes you've seen cooler i don't really pay too much to the super dragon ball heroes and stuff like that like the, the, the you know it's they get pretty crazy but i think you know cooler has had his has his golden form and stuff like that Then obviously you know what you can do with those other what is frieza's race again
1: i don't think oh. it's ever mentioned is it
2: right It's
1: Newton of his
3: race
2: yeah, it's like something because I mean, what's the what's the guy from um, you know from um, hits uh, yeah, know, from supers?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like freeze. You know, he's
2: yeah, it was just like him with like the little you know mm. poisonous thing. So you know, it, it, it's 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 such a cool character that lends itself to really make the movie work. You know, early inside, you know, of those sagas where we're only dealing like, I, I it's been tough dealing with like how much the power scaling has been. It's hard to kind of keep up. Like I remember when the focus is on you know. <laughs> It's over nine thousand. Like it, you don't get that anymore. <laughs> you know? we're, we're
1: way past that now. We're
2: way, way, yeah. way past it now. Um, but no, it was it, it, it. it's a cool. It's a cool flick. It, it really, really is.
3: Um, I have to yeah. say this. Um, it, again, I'm going to bring up Team Four Star here because they deserve credit for what they do. Both both of their cooler movies are better than the original cooler movies. You you Ooh. add add that's a, that's a recommendation. You add in a little levity to those films. And all of a sudden, they are amazing. They're in the start of their their cooler film. I forget what it is. Cooler makes some type of prediction. Oh yeah, he like predicts that he's watching a TV out in space. I think, and he like sees Frieza blow up Planet Vegeta. I think. Oh and he, yes. He goes, "Wow, that's gonna come back to bite." And then they. Fast- <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then they fast forward, and someone's walking up to cooler, and it goes, "Kill." oh he's been killed by a snake. oh well someone had better answer that phone because <laughs> i fucking called it <laughs> <laughs> they, they're so good so I oh, thank those. God. Uh, those are damn near the definitive versions of both of those films they are hilarious and cool
2: they are cool man
3: yo yo um
1: this is this is just absolutely a pleasure hearing you guys geek out about this and also i know that i i already touched on cooler's revenge so i'm so actually invested in hearing your guys' opinion on it and and you almost can't talk about one without talking about the other right yeah Yeah, i mean it's just it's just how it goes and it's almost like you can't talk about cooler without comparing him to his brother you know all these different things um I'm gonna actually show that I want. That's actually really funny, Ghost. Let me let me pull that. I actually got this pulled up. So we're gonna get,
3: let, let them see it.
1: We got it right here. So let me just <laughs> let me fix everything. We'll get this first little this little clip here, you know, and uh, yeah, then we'll continue. We'll continue. Uh, thank you, Go- uh, Ghost Planet, for uh, you know talking with the chat kobe i see you interacting with the stream as well man control freak thank you thank you uh yeah and i actually pulled it up not uh just a minute ago where it said that this uh xenoverse actually places a lot of these movies in an like an alternate reality like another timeline so that that's always seems to be the scapegoat for a lot of these like where does this you know place in the timeline but let's go ahead and hear this beginning of the Dragon Ball Z abridged movie by Team Four Star on YouTube. Check them out if you guys haven't. You know, if you're new to Dragon Ball Z, or you 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 are a fan of Dragon Ball Z, and you've just never checked out these videos. When you hear these guys say that these are hilarious, they, they truly are, man. So this, uh I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and check this out and then pause. You, like
3: it. It, you you gotta you gotta
1: got to bro, you got to. All right, so let me get this get this up. Right, Tori Animation
3: go. Fuji TV and Akira Toriyama. Please support the official release.
2: Mr. Cooler, it seems that your brother Freeza is destroying the planet Vegeta. Very impressive. Killing off a bunch of monkeys. Any look at up a believe with a shotgun could have done that at the zoo. Wait, sir! It seems he has missed one ship. We are within range to intercept- No. Huh? Let it go. But... why? Because if he's going to whine to our father for control over the entire system like a spoiled little brat, then he's going to accept the responsibility.
0: If this comes back to bite him, that's his fault.
2: Monsieur Guler! Hmm. Your brother, Lord Frieza, he has been... <laughs> killed. Oh, is that right? And who salsa killed him? It was a... sale. Well, I sure hope somebody picks up that phone. Do what? Because I fucking called it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yo.
1: Yo.
3: That's freaking hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. hilarious. That is the definitive form of that movie, and I will accept uh, no other information. He said he'd been luck like, killed. <laughs> And I'll say this. I think um, if we're going to say Garlic Jr. has the coolest henchman, I think Cooler has the second coolest henchman. Ooh. That's our coolest of henchmen. Maybe tied with BoJack for me. Maybe tied with BoJack.
1: Oh, man, dude. That's hilarious, man. Um, that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Cooler's return, right? Oh, my gosh. The return of Cooler. I'm like, Cooler's revenge. You know, get them all. They're kind of like similar, right? Like you, I, yeah. Like I said earlier, man this movie is just random as fuck. Okay. Things are happening that are just happening. Okay. How does, why is Vegeta there? Why does he show up? How did he know? Okay. Uh, was he just like, uh, you know, I'm going to just show up late because obviously I forgot about Dende telling them like, Hey, you know, uh, there's something going on here at new Namek Goku and your crew, please, (laughs) you know, save the day. Um, but the whole concept, like Kobe touched on, uh, I'm sure Ghost, you touched on as well, just the fact that cooler's even back, bro, like that man was in a sun, all right and in the way that he tried to explain <laughs> it, <laughs> he was in a sun. where did this where did this AI pick his dust up and then go, "You know what? this guy, he must be successful because obviously he was you know going places, he was dead, yeah. you know, he but- was tanning in, in
2: space. So like that seems like a perfect partnership, right? Yo,
1: we're going to make him the main star of this whole operation. Uh, it just was weird and uh but with some of these films with sometimes an anime in general, right? You just you just got roll with it. Now, I I'll, I'll say with this movie in particular, up until the point that they get really into the 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 tech side, the star when they go over there and everybody's captured and all that stuff, up until that point I was like, okay, this is this is kind of cool seeing Master Roshi on Namek, you know, seeing all these characters, you know, there. But I also was like, man, I feel bad for people on Namek, man. They can't catch a break. I don't even think that they were I think they were just fucking with them, not for the Dragon Balls. Just just because, right? I think there wasn't or maybe was it because Cooler's like, oh, this is where my brother died, so I need to go back there. Or something. Yeah, it was quite random
2: that it just like decided to pick nunnamic like, yeah it like it was just recent was just recently inhabited and like out of all the planets this one's going to stop here it, like <laughs> one like we know like it's it's an anime but if something that big was to like touch the planet, like the gravity would crush the planet alone. Like their atmosphere would break apart. <laughs> and it's like, it's the slowly, you know, kind of descending onto the planet. and just like, yeah, that planet wouldn't be there. Yeah. Like it would pull it out of its orbit. It would fall into space or something like that. But hey, you know, it's, it's an anime, but like it was, it, it was cool seeing like how it, you know, this squid, like, you know, kind of, you know, it's, it's almost like the Borg right? Like that's Ooh. essentially what you it know, what, what the big getting started was. There
1: you go, Kobe. I see
2: you, yeah, man. Like, it's, it, it's it's this constant growing thing. It wants to try to like, you know, steal energy from life and it's, you know, it's sentient and they're all kind of connected. I wasn't buying the like thousand mecha coolers that just decided to like come off the cliffs. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh uh-huh. Oh, okay. You could have just led with that. <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: But, well, he, okay. he is a member of the Frieza family. Yeah, that's right. He can't lead with his best foot. That, well, that, that, is that is very true. true.
1: That also goes uh, with the Saiyans, though. Like Goku at this point is Super Saiyan, but for, for every reason I, that I can't find, whenever these Saiyans fight somebody they don't they don't go to Super Saiyan first they're like you know what let me let me let me you know throw hands with this guy just normal until it gets to a point where it's like oh okay I guess I you know boom and 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 and, you know he wasn't that powerful if it wasn't for him regenerating Goku and Vegeta had uh many opportunities to just kill him so You know, I've noticed that trend in Dragon Ball as well as there's a lot of characters that can heal themselves, they can regenerate. We see that with Cell. Uh, we see that with Boo. You know, these characters are getting blown up. But as long as like a Cell, you, you know, just something out there, a little particle of them is left, then it, they're good. Which kind of like really, you know, I guess in a series well, like this.
3: Yeah. Yeah, go you know, ahead. With the way the power scaling works now, we, we literally have planet buster characters. And the only way you can have stakes that can affect those characters is to A, have villains that can bust the planet, the planet busters are on, and B, p- villains that can withstand the massive attacks and the amount of power that our characters can now put out. You know, you have Goku shooting Kamehameha beams that are reaching the sun in like three seconds, like really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <minutes> of time. <laughs> You have to be able to stand in that and be okay if we're gonna have an arc of any kind. Yeah, and I think Akira Toriyama figured that out um, very, very quickly. I think by by uh, by the time the Android Saga was over, he realized just about anyone who came around going forward would either need to be extraordinarily powerful or be able to regenerate all the damage off.
1: I I appreciate that point. You have anything to add to that, Kobe?
2: Well, I mean, just like you know, the the universe rules that were built by Toriyama. Remember, anytime that a Saiyan you know uh, leaves a battle, his power doubles the next time around. Yeah. So, right. like, in order to keep up with that, like, it's insane when you think about it. And I remember there was a video that I watched. I forget it was on you know, you kind of get those like those YouTube deep dives where someone <laughs> actually calculated the power of Goku, and it was like a half an hour video where it says because of the, the 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 actual numbers that we had during the saiyan saga if we if we take the equation of where it doubles then he would essentially be at like 15.7 trillion power level i need to find it but like if anybody in the chat has seen that before it's pretty like it, it's pretty crazy when you think about it yeah. like <laughs> it, it is insane somebody actually spent the time to calculate what his power level is by dragon ball super
1: wow Dude, it's, it's, and, and you guys have amazing points. The power leveling and scaling does become something that, as a writer, you know, it, you know, being, we all know the rumors, whether they're true or false, uh, you know, about Akira Toriyama wanting to end DBZ in that story at certain points, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, when, let's say you follow the camp that's like, all right, after Frieza, he was done, or after Cell, like, Goku's dead gohan's gonna just you know lead the pack here we go but then like they're like akira toriyama come on bro you got to get back in the studio bro this is making us money you got more ideas up in there we can't just stop here go ahead and craft
3: some baby
1: come on on. i got the cigar their feet kicked up on the desk come on toriyama we need you we need you you know as a fan you know sometimes things do drag out and sometimes it works out sometimes you have moments where you're like "Mm, I understand why this had to be this way. Like bringing Cooler back, what was the motivation to go? Let's bring Cooler back. Well, you know, like when I watched this movie and I watched it today. At the end of it, I was like, "What was the point of this? Why not just do a whole different film with a whole new character? Uh, you know, a whole nother story? You know, that's why I think I like BoJack um, and some of these other films because they they stand out and they're they're not really, um, I guess copy and paste of certain stories that we've either seen in the anime canon or they're not like uh, you know like with the brawley films we'll see uh here in a minute where they just it's like okay did you need to make those other two
2: sequels are definitely the lesser you know and, but, but just it's kind of like how sequels were in general at that time mm-hmm. they were easy bake money we already have this proven film that worked people regardless of what they thought about it they liked you know cooler's revenge so if i just bring the character back and just and essentially with it being a cartoon you're talking about 45 to 55 minutes just of like of, a, of another you know quick fight and we know that like goku's not losing <laughs> you know what I mean? so it's yeah. like, it's gonna be harmless this already doesn't really count but it's it was you know it was straight to video and it was gonna make some money right yeah. um but i think ultimately because of the success of broly for most of the films that have come before it, they know that if they want to continue that, because the one thing that Broly did, and it's been proven since Battle of Gods, is that not only can this property succeed in mega form, in, in manga form, you know, being subbed, being dubbed, you know, and then now it can be able to make theatrical money. I mean, Broly made six million dollars its opening weekend. That's nuts. And then it was making two, three, four million dollars every day after that. So like it's run was somewhere between 25 to $50 million, you know, between domestic and globally on top of the money that it was already going to do going straight to, you know, Blu-ray and VOD. Like there's like, that's It only, it only costs us five to 10 million to make this thing. So yeah, if you're able to make, you know, three, 400% profit off of this, like it makes tons of sense. But then now you can do it in a way that you can be able to advance a story. And I think that's what, that's what Broly did and can pave the way to be able to bring, you know, cooler back. And because essentially right now, you have villain you i mean you have frieza as our kind of like our central villain where <laughs> granted he helped us out you know during the turn of power like that. Yeah, but yeah. he still wants to like ultimately i think at some point is going to want to become a, a a god of destruction and he needs to figure out how to do that and until he can do that he knows that he has goku and uh and and, and vegeta in his way well I can't beat a super saiyan so I need a super saiyan of my own. He came close. Like he manipulated Broly in the best way that he can. And mm. then since he lost that because he couldn't control Broly, let me lean on my brother to see what we can be able to do.
1: Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Bro, I think you are on I think if if any of the characters come back out of the ones that we see in these films that makes the most logical and story and canon sense, it would be cooler. Like you could totally just bring cooler back
3: i'm gonna take it in a different direction i like where you went colby but I- i'm gonna go south while you go north let's Ooh. uh fast fast forward here we're in dragon ball soup dr Paparoni, the purple doctor of universe three from the uh, tournament of power who controlled the entire android team he's been brought back after dragon ball super has ended Maybe he doesn't like that so much. How dare they insult his creations, destroy his machines, think him as weak. Perhaps he comes back to this universe and gathers up the remains of a certain mechanical someone and uses his entire uh, expertise as the the doctor of the android universe to create the ultimate android, Metal Cooler. And when Metal Cooler returns, perhaps Frieza, not uh, brooking any threat to his empire, needs to team up with Goku and Vegeta to all three of them stop the incoming threat of a new cooler. Now, now, Kobe, I kind of like your idea more, but I had my idea before you said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it worked. I I think now knowing that we have, we have these 13 universes as an even bigger playground, just opens up like a, a wealth of possibilities. Like I do not think that the, that, there's not room for more stories. I think there's so much more room because we've expanded it out and we've got characters that we wanna see interact with. And you know, it. I don't necessarily believe that we need to have every saying inside of every film. You know, um, I would love to see Vegeta have his own set of adventures. I would mm. love to see Gohan, oh, okay. no longer wet blanket Gohan. Like I, he still needs Bojack to get him out <laughs> of his shell and to like, to get him into badass Gohan, everything that he was supposed to be like needs to get him there and maybe Gohan needs to face future Gohan to get him there maybe. they need to come face to face and then future Gohan needs to die in order to make our Gohan
3: become the badass that he always supposed to be or like, and this might be controversial but I'm a Gohan fan okay maybe he could replace him i'm not listen okay i'm not saying that our Gohan should die but maybe, maybe. they could trade places and we just don't hear from that guy anymore i mean
2: hey i'm big into the arrowverse on cw and we've got an interchange of characters that come and go and like that just could be how it is like i've got no i've got no problem with that um i think that the stakes need to be ratcheted up we've never we have not lost any major character in dragon ball z that's a good guy like we have not lost them and Goku dying has never been a loss because it's always been like a self sacrifice. Like he had to do it, and then like he's like, "I could, we could just find that you know the Super Dragon Balls. We could find the Namekian Dragon Balls and wish you back, right? Like you know <laughs> Shenron is very limited, can only bring back a person you know more than once.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, where's Papa Perunga?
2: Yeah, I, where's yeah, where'd he go? I don't understand, man. Ugh, gosh, you know, so like, it's yeah, man. I, I. I i will forever this will be this, this is my number one anime and like I, I you know just even in these three films just gives us like so much so it's unfortunate that, that the broly sequels were just like we're gonna blast through those quick
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are they, is that where we're going next are we going into the the depths of the broly sequel oh yeah
1: i mean uh I don't think there's a lot to even really cover in Return of Cooler. I mean, like I said, like the beginning's pretty cool. It's, the fights yeah. are all right. You know, Vegeta shows up. He has like you know him and Piccolo. They they just they trade spots. They pop up late. And it's like oh Vegeta, oh Piccolo. This is what they do. They make
2: dope entrances. You will always get a like a dope Piccolo taking off yep. his hat and his cape, and like that's it. And then you get Vegeta rising out of somewhere. <laughs> yep. And then typically. What happens in these films is that they get dispensed very quickly.
1: Yes. Vegeta <laughs> comes in there and he and he talks shit to Cooler. He's like, you know, because Vegeta didn't mess with the original Cooler, right? No. So this He's is like, like his, Cool's like, you're Super
2: Saiyan too. He's like, I may be the latest Super Saiyan, but I am the better Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. like that, oh. and then like Cooler it's, smacks him up.
3: <laughs> we already, we already, uh bumped up team four star, but their Vegeta trash talking is so good. Oh well, it is. It, it <laughs> makes them getting vegetated even better. It makes <laughs> it part of it. it. Makes it part of it.
1: Dude, I gotta I gotta I, I that's something I almost really want to do right after this episode tonight is sit it's down, a of- get a bag of popcorn and just go through go some through team four four Star, dude. Yeah. Uh Because they they do – you know, that's the thing about some of these movies. Uh, Like uh, I think Bojack did a good job of kind of almost making fun of itself in some ways. Like, oh, another tournament. You know, Krillin, oh, look, he's not going to really do much. And some of that self-awareness is really nice, especially at that point in the game. You can even say the same thing with Return of Cooler. But, man, that finale is so disappointing, dude. Like that whole – uh, okay cooler brought them in he's got goku and vegeta and 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 just because they're so strong and exhibiting such high power levels of a super saiyan that it, it just shuts everything down i'm like
3: and they
2: only would have known that because like we heard him say it like, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> they just so happy oh so it's which too is much cons- power which is,
3: <laughs> is consistent with the frieza family contributing to your own demise and tons yeah. of Absolutely. It, it, might, it might even call it a tragic flaw of the line because King Cole gave Trunks his or uh, uh, took Trunks his sword from him. How'd that yeah. work out? Oh <laughs>
1: wow! Man. See, and this is why I was just so happy and excited to get you know you guys in on this conversation, having the chat here, having all these different perspectives because together we can like. There's you know. It's there's so much, man. Still it's it's smarter, so man. easy to forget those yeah. those details or those things, and 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 when you put it all together, when somebody brings it up, it just goes, oh, you get that eureka moment, you know. So,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean, like I said, it's okay. Uh, you know, I I would almost put this below like Lord Slug in some ways, and that's kind of really, yeah, I kind of because uh, you know it's not memorable other than the fact that you have that Lion King moment with Goku and Vegeta just go seeing all the. <laughs> All the coolers yeah, up there fair. like, damn, I, you know, it was nice knowing you, Vegeta, and he's like, shut up, Kakarot. Like, you know, like, I can't even feel I, my legs. I completely
2: admit what makes this movie better for me is how I connect to it with Re- Cooler's Revenge. Okay. Like, that's fair. That's, that's fair. like That's like I really am having, having them, like, you know, one-on-one, mm-hmm. which should be unfair, but that's my rules.
3: So... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it unfair. I mean, they're, they're sequels to one another, but yeah. I... I think it goes without saying that you know, um, cool. The first cooler movie is the stronger film of the two. Oh yeah, oh hell yeah. I, I don't think there's even really an, no, anyone make an argument there. Mm-hmm. But I thought the first cooler movie was legitimately a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. because um. and-
1: well, it,
2: it felt like it felt like such a you know a, a a kind of expanding of that Trunks moment with King Cold and Frieza because we don't have Vegeta interacting there, we don't have Goku interacting there. It is all future Trunks right and the fact that like we have this tether to it and we finally have goku dealing with like you know like he's like wait is that frieza because he doesn't know he's thinking that's freeze himself like i didn't know frieza had a brother you know (laughs) like that's what made it like super cool and you know this this was nice because then we have goku and you know vegeta kind of having a tag team on it and like yeah they were both strong enough to handle him but it's just like you know you know the the immovable object against the unstoppable force and the fact that this guy can constantly heal himself they they were just tired. They were spent. And you know, the prospect of having to battle all these other ones, like the fact that they exerted this energy, you don't know what happens. Oh, and they're locked up now. Like they got captured. <laughs> That's crazy, you know?
3: And I give Victoria a, 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 a term of this credit as well. There are times where, whether he means to or not, he does things uh, from a literary perspective that are genius. And being that the series is primarily targeted at children, and its demographic is maybe say from a seven to fourteen, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever age we were when we were watching it air on TV and we were getting orange brick VHS tapes, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 knew there was something immediately menacing about a guy calling his big brother, and that's what Cooler is. Like when, we, as soon as we knew, it's like, wait, Frieza's got a he Frieza's got a big brother, oh Goku, yeah, you yeah, know he's yeah. stronger than him. Yeah, There's like no it. way he's not stronger than him. It's his big brother. And correct and me was- if
1: well, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to ask you guys. It, in Cooler's Revenge wasn't that right after Namek and Frieza? Yes. So yes, it was cool. like, damn, we just uh, got done with this huge ass villain, this huge ass you know epic saga. We're just on a camping trip. Oh shit. That dude had a brother. Yeah, no, that that is what really made it for me, a, a, as far as like, wow, this is you, you had a hard night drinking, and then the next morning it's like, oh well, time to get back at it again because it's bad, you know. So you
3: yeah, yeah, he's got a brother. Yeah,
2: and you make a good point. Like you know, the way that Toriyama structured this, and it, and unfortunately, it can kind of work to his detriment because we'll see with these these uh, these Broly sequels. This kind of shifted more towards these seven and eight year olds. Um, mm-hmm. and I think we kind of, I think I outgrew these these the, these sequels,
1: mm-hmm.
3: which is, is crazy. Is that our segue?
1: It is. And uh, with that segue, let me go ahead and switch over to this scene. And 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 Ghost and and Kobe, tell me, I forgot about tsunami being on Nickelodeon. At some point, when when was that? Did it did it go to Nickelodeon? Yeah, this is this is on Nicktoons. You right? know, what? it 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 did leave Cartoon Network for a little
2: bit. This... I just didn't know it went to Nickelodeon.
1: So
3: we're going gonna... to make sense that it. Did. Well, on, so... because well, what I wonder is, um, what might have happened is maybe Canada or something. Oh. Had because, I, and I, I, you know, I'm no super historian, but I don't remember at any point in history where Nickelodeon had, on American airwaves anyway, to not. I mean, maybe I could be wrong, but what I know does happen sometimes with Maguzi. International
2: and, and stuff like that.
3: Right. Internationally, it's different. And there could have been a time where a, a Nicktoons affiliate, by way of Canada or something, owned the rights and w- was airing it that way. But who, who knows?
1: So we're gonna uh, we're gonna kick off with uh, Brawly Second Coming, and then we're gonna quickly transition into Bio Brawly. Uh, obviously, these aren't strong films, I, in my opinion, just right out the gate. And uh, yeah, so this is a Brawly Second Coming commercial for Nicktoons. I'm not, and if anybody in the chat or anybody listening to this or watching this on YouTube, let us know. We would love to hear how that works in other countries maybe it's australia maybe it's in the you know just let us know but let me go ahead and pause the uh the lo-fi and we'll get started with this uh 30 second commercial for Brawly second coming
3: unleashes dragon ball z movies broly is back and ready for revenge Cuck-a- now, there's
2: no stopping this legendary Super Zane from his mission. That sounds to green, like, trouble. The. pain. <laughs> Don't miss the Dragon Ball Z
3: movie Broly, the second coming, premieres Wednesday at 8 on Nicktoons.
1: Boom. There you go. There you have it. Um, I'm going to tell you guys right off, right off the gate, okay? Uh, and then uh, whoever wants to take the lead on this, by all means, go for it. Um, seeing Brawly just in general, the old version of Brawly, the original version. Eh, just his, you know, just laughing, destruction, all that stuff. Just not feeling it anymore. Like I, I have already covered the original Brawly movie, but I'm almost interested now after watching the sequels to go back but yeah i don't know if i feel if you guys feel the same way if anybody in the chat anybody feels the same way just seeing that version of this just like throwing shit blowing shit up do we get that anger version you know do we get that unstoppable force like this building power in like the super version yeah but yeah I, i don't know uh whoever wants to take the lead on this one go ahead go ahead
3: if we're going to end up doing, a, as I said in chat, if we're going to end up doing Bio Broly, I need to make sure I get my face mask on. Uh, I don't want to be contaminated by that film. Um, <laughs> you want to go first on this one, Coley?
2: Sure, I'll take the lead. Um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Now, since we've had a proper integration in a in and in a better realized version of Broly, mm-hmm. what I've come to learn is that Broly, first and foremost, was built to sell toys, as a lot of these properties are. Seeing this hulking monster that's kind of the step between Super Saiyan Goku and Ozaro Goku, that's essentially where Broly is. And the fact that Super took it a step further and said that Broly has harnessed the power of the Ozaru transformation as a part of his, like, you know, his evolution of Super Saiyan, you know, of a Super Saiyan. Like, like, oh, snap, that, like, it makes so much sense logically to, like, his power set. Um, I never bought the whole, this kid was born with a power level of, like, a, was it 10,000 or something like that? Something like,
1: incredible, crazy. <laughs> it was it was
2: super weird. And, like, that was at the beginning, like, when, uh, like still trying to understand power levels. Like, how? Like, how does this, like, and how does nobody know or whatever? Um, and, and I think what makes, like, one, Dragon Ball Super Broly is my number one Dragon Ball Z film. Right, and it could be recessive bias, but it it did things, animate like animation style wise that like experiencing that in 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 a movie theater was out of this world. Like, um, I, I may watch it going to sleep tonight. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's, if, it's on stars right now, guys. So you can go watch it, right? Um, but the fact that it made the story about these three sayings, it felt like Broly had a place. Not that he was just like this offshoot and we're just going to like try to force it in and make it work they adapted the best parts of broly the legendary super saiyan you know and really made it work um i love the fact that there was this planet that vegeta can call home and become king i thought that was so cool and it was it was a little stunted with some other things it was trying to do um but it had one of the stronger story elements of it so you would hope that with the sequels that are coming years later right that it would kind of have that too and it just completely misses it i mean inside of broly's second coming all right we're gonna try to just we did with cooler this person that we see die like literally broly's body rips apart because of a punch from goku i don't know how you can come back from that but somehow and I, and now i need to like go back and rewatch broly the legendary super saiyan because i'm like Goku has his pension for leaving people alive, barely. Like he made the mistake with Frieza. <laughs> like, he never really kills anybody a hundred percent. So I need to see like how does he make his way you're, you're to right. Earth of all places? Inside of a pod of all places. And somehow he's knocked out and sleeping for seven years. And
3: He, he, You're you're 100% right. (laughs) It's going to make your head hurt, bro. You should be dead. Goku punched his stomach out with his fist. He punched a giant hole in him with blunt force trauma. There's no coming back from that. He He literally punched his fist into the seam of his abs and split that through the other side of him like he was King Piccolo. He should be dead. He, th- he shouldn't have gotten his way to anything. The only thing I can compare it to, not to interrupt you here, Colby, um, is that in Star Wars, you know it's a thing, Jedi and Sith, when they're grievously injured, they can use the Force down to the molecular level to sort of coordinate that injury and keep themselves alive, continuing with core body functions through their mental will to get them through it. If we assume that because Broly's a legendary Super Saiyan, he has such key control that he can do something similar, then okay, Toriyama. Okay, <laughs> I haven't heard him say anything like that. Is what I'm saying.
2: No, no, I haven't. I haven't heard that defense at all. And then even if I can get past all of that, the fact that we spend like 20 to 30 minutes with Goten, Kid Trunks, and Videl of all people <laughs> saving some weird village, Elite. and we're gonna make this the focus, and like I. Okay. Goten and Trunks are cute, but my God, do they like work on you so much? Like they are intolerable. And I-, I think when I watched it, I was like 16 to 17. I had way more other interests on my mind than Goten and Trunks. Like I got my fill from the Majin Buu saga. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know why Gohan would choose Videl of like all folks. Like, yeah, like, like I, I respected Videl because she was a regular human who taught herself to like understand what key is and have key control and to be able to fly. But how she's able to stand mere seconds in the presence of Broly and whatever he is. And then Broly playing around with these kids and not like, you know, it's still a little like, I don't know. This guy has so much like PTSD, like Trunks pisses on his head. I, I, this movie, man.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: And I haven't even talked about
1: Bio Broly yet. Oh, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry. Ooh, like, save that energy. Really? <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> drain you. It's gonna take you. Um, I I look, guys, I don't really have much to say about this one, man. I don't really have much to say about the the these two in general. Um you know, uh shout out to Melzy Trap uh and Uncle Mike's world. We we uh when when Dragon Ball Super Brawly came out and like I, I, goes, did you see it in theaters? Uh, Super Broly? unfortunately, no. Oh. I watched
3: it on the big screen at home. Okay. But what is that compared to IMAX? You know.
1: Oh man, it was even it, it was even the screen. It was the energy the of like when was, you oh my God. when you go to a concert, when you go to a sporting event, and you're surrounded by people that are rooting for the same thing that you're rooting for, Ooh, yeah. or or as passionate for whatever. I had never watched Dragon Ball. Z Dragon Ball Super GT, whatever. It, with that many people in one room. Um, there was people like there was no seats left. There's people standing in the aisles, and the energy when those fights are going, it's just like watching like a like a UFC fight or something. It was it was intense. The energy it, it's
2: it it is the best design, and, and, and that's what makes it the best because it, it it understood ultimately what it was. Dragon Ball Z is a sci-fi action comedy. That's 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 what it is. 100%. And super Broly gets that. The sound design, like one, whatever the, 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 the guy that comes over, go, go, when he does that, and you're, I mean, I will never forget seeing Broly take Super Saiyan God Goku and smash his head clear across a mountain.
3: Yes, yeah. I, I'm you gonna here because I, I don't think I've said anything about DB oh. Super Broly yet. Um, obviously, I, I mirror the sentiments of both of these guys. A phenomenal film, I think it's the best Dragon Ball film they've ever done. I think it's the it's it's the I think it is one of maybe three Dragon Ball movies that are a good movie. It is a good film. I would show yes. Dragon Ball Super Broly to people that tell me maybe they don't like Dragon Ball to convince them to give it a chance. Because when the blistering action gets going, when that movie reaches a full clip, it there is n- it is undeniable. It captures the roller coaster ride of everything Dragon Ball Z is perfectly and it sets you on that roller coaster and damn it when that when that drop comes and the fight starts and the chanting's going ah like i wish i could have seen it in theaters with with like you did one or so i'm a little jealous of that experience i got to see in game in theaters and that that probably comes pretty close um but i i really do wish i could have been there too because it's it's phenomenal it's phenomenal it,
1: it was unreal bro i mean it, it is like when you say uh, you saw endgame or something of that magnitude and and i think it was just so such a special thing because even uh when kobe was talking about it like stating those numbers man these anime films are like a limited release you know i had to drive you know out of my city to go to a theater that was showing it i've had to do that with my hero i've had to do that with you know an, so the fact that they are making that much money and they're not being shown in every theater like that, it it, it speaks volumes. But for the super, experience for super
2: Broly, I never watched My My Hero Academia never in my life. Because of the experience I had with Broly, and then now a year later this comes out, I was like, let me give this thing a try. I, lo- I loved it. It's a lot of fun. Obviously the story is very dense for somebody who's never watched. So like right, right. I, but like but I got it. Like for what it was wanting to do, it did that. It wasn't Broly, but like it was still a really good (laughs) cinematic experience to be able to to kind of get that. And I think that's what these films can be able to still do. Yeah. Why it didn't happen in Second Coming. It's just the focus. (laughs) The the focus was different. You know, they weren't focused on story and they were focused on just Trunks and Goten just have like having like a fun little outing.
1: Well, here's the thing that I've noticed about every movie that we've talked about tonight, every movie that we you, we have and that, you know, uh, that's been out there that, you know, at the end of this episode, we're going to get your guys's list. But, you know, the thing about these feature length movies um, when it comes to anime, the money, the budget, the animation is going to be top tier. These are really not long movies. These are like a uh, 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 double feature uh, overstuffed uh, extended edition of an episode, right? Yeah. So so you know uh, one thing that I do like about return of cooler that I forgot to mention is the pacing. It just kind of all right, we're here. this is what's happening. Let's get to it, right. It may have not ended yep. on, with that energy, but at least it didn't take a lot of time to actually explain like well, how is cooler They didn't they're like, yo he's here, this is what's happening. We're moving. Now with with like this movie, and the in the bio brawley movie um these just feel like unnecessary films and stories that you know when you do look at something like the the dragon ball super Brawly, look that is almost now I've, I've been exposing myself to a lot more anime that i needed to catch up on new and old and so animation wise from a dragon ball z fan standpoint that that's that's raised the bar. That's some of the best shit I've ever witnessed. Doesn't matter if I was watching it on my cell phone or on a big screen. That shit still hit. And so when when watching the original Brawly Legendary Super Saiyan, there are some really cool fight scenes and moments. The animation is it, it doesn't feel like your average 20 minute episode that you would see or like wh- when you were talking about Kobe and you know, ghost has talk about super like this where you see where they they're like, all right, we have this budget, we need to put it here on this fight. you know we're gonna sprinkle a little bit here and mm-hmm. then we're gonna put it right here and, and you saw it you saw the animation really step up. Now I don't know maybe because this is like first the one of the first Majin Buu saga films. So they're introducing a lot of different things. It's that time skip. But think about where uh, Bojack left Gohan off. Like, let's imagine that all these films are canon or are supposed to be in some way. You have that version of Gohan and where things are. And, like, here he's taking the torch. And then you get this weird new focus of going, okay, we are going to start focusing on Trunks and Goten. And Gohan, he's older, but he's not what you thought he was going to be. And that's yeah. always going to disappoint you. I think it always, it just has that weird taste in your mouth where you're like, bro, uh, this whole ride, you've been constantly telling me that this guy is going to be the next thing. And, 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 and I always try to take the perspective of like, um, imagine growing up in real time, watching Dragon Ball. So you see Goku as a kid, and then you get into Z and where that story goes coming into dragon ball dragon ball z whatever um here in the west you know through tsunami or just really getting introduced to adult goku and dragon ball z and then seeing this kid gohan and all this stuff when we get into the majin Buu era and that's where a lot of these films are going to take place now i don't know man it just felt kind of unnecessary just felt like I get why people like Brawley aesthetically, he's just like that really intimidating, almost like Bane-like character. You know, doesn't need a, a lot of depth. He just needs to look cool and he needs to be powerful, you know, hella powerful. He needs to really take on all these Super Saiyans and just whoop ass. But seeing what they've done with him now really has dated and and kind of ruined what they were what they were doing with Brawley in a trilogy
3: he had three films bro you know what I think I think it exposed him I think it exposed Broly I'm gonna take a couple shots go for it I grew up with some people who really really loved Broly and you know uh, before all of these movies came out it was just the one and Broly didn't have a lot going on I've said this to you on the on a a show between us before Lucas but Broly Mm -hmm. existed he was 50 minutes of screaming and light effects and that was his character he, he, his motivation was so weak that literally as a baby, he developed this grudge. How would he have any way of telling as a grown man who this is? You have aunts and uncles that don't see you for three years. They don't recognize you from Adam. But This guy can remember the baby that was next to him when, when, when he was born. And so many of Broly's fans... um all right, I don't want to generalize, but let's just say in Dragon Ball Super, a common complaint is that Jiren is a boring character. Uh, that that he's kind of lightweight when it comes to uh, whatever you want to call it, his motivations or his characterization. A lot of people find that to be lacking. I hear that on my platform all the time. And it's always funny to me, a little ironic, because growing up with Broly and Broly the Second Coming and Bio Broly, I felt like I couldn't get rid of this guy. Every time a new DBZ movie came, it's like, oh, God, it's a Broly movie? jeez and when bio broly came out i literally was like this one will never end they just won't let him die <laughs> he never improved as a character and i questioned people who liked him and who, who carried forward a torch for him for years and only now that that dragon ball super has come and has has really validated broly oh, in a so very in a very very tangible way and made him a totally viable character it's completely one would me, and I think it speaks to to the weakness of of these films of of Broly Second Coming and, and as well. Just to talk about them both, uh, bringing him back again was just like you said, 100% pure fan service, and, and I don't even think they did the fan service well. There was a moment in Second Coming where Videl slaps Goten, and I was like, okay, so we're, we're literally having characters <laughs> behave ways they wouldn't. Because why, why, if you like a guy, would you slap his little brother? At what point would you ever do that? And there are just little things about that film, that you know, having having uh, Piccolo dress up as, or having Pic- Krillin come in dressed as Piccolo. Yeah, what is that like you did that purely for the audience? There, there are so many things, just a subverted expectation that you yourself are putting into the films, and. I think it exposed a lot. I think it, it may have been, and maybe I'm reaching. I think it may have been the DBZ movie. Let's just call all three of these, these these trilogies of movies. Cause I can't let Broly one off the hook because it it, it spawned its, its sequels here. <laughs> I think it may have been the series of films that exposed the weakness of Dragon Ball Z movies. And it sort of started fatiguing me on all of them to begin with. When Bio Broly came out, I said out loud, I was done. I was done. I was done with Dragon Ball movies. Um, you know, they were starting to feel real home video type fare. Yeah. And I don't even remember which one pulled me out of it. I think, I think Fusion Reborn pulled me back in.
2: With Janimba, yeah.
3: With Janimba. Yeah. But no, I, I really... I I, the, I, I don't think in, any of us are in disagreement. They're, they're just weak films. They are. I think even the first Broly movie, and maybe I'm alone in this, I don't even think that one was that great. I really enjoyed getting back with the Saiyans and all of that stuff. But as we sit here in 2020... With, with the masterpiece that is Dragon Ball Super Broly, there's it's just, from top to bottom, all three of the films are just less good in every single way to me. That That's how I feel about them. If I had to put in, but I guess we should put numbers. If, if I, I'll number all three of them right here. If I had to say the first Broly movie got a seven for me out of 10, and I think it's it, it doesn't deserve any more than that for me, Broly's second coming is a six, Bio Broly is a three, Fire Broly is a, is a 3 and if yeah, I can... Broly.
1: <laughs> Ooh, a 3?
3: It is it is it is
2: my absolutely it, it is the worst Dragon it, Ball Z film. It is, uh, it is absolutely. Second coming is the second worst. Um and I I I have Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan up higher I actually have it above Return of Cooler and Lord Slug because of how it was the first film to expand that felt like it actually could have belonged inside of DBZ. I
3: right? agree
2: you know, so it, it it was it was it was the first thing kind of furthering from the Frieza storyline, you know. Um, so I gave it the credit for that and kind of like giving Vegeta something to do because he was just sulking like because of his defeat, you know, or her him, you know, not being able. He wanted to be the one to be able to avenge his planet by Frieza and Goku robbed him of that. And he was just sulking and just showing up randomly when, you know, they thought that they needed him. And the fact that, like, he had something of his own, and I wanted him to have Planet Vegeta back. And there was something that was kind of Shakespearean about, you know, the legendary Super Saiyan because of how there was this duplicitous character that seemed like he had the good of the people and of the prince to be able to bring this back. But ultimately, it was just all a power play. I mean, one, if you... He could have just ran the planet himself. Vegeta didn't have to know about it at all. <laughs> yeah. So that's the one hole in that. It's like, okay, like, if you, I mean, because ultimately your uncontrollable son is not going to destroy the planet. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But, like, they made, that, they made that story work so much better inside of Super Broly that it almost kind of elevated Legendary <laughs> Super Saiyan. <laughs> so that's why I have it a little bit higher. But it's really unfortunate that, you know, you know, it's i mean for a lot of reasons broly's a weak character and the direction that toria you know that akira toriyami took with gohan just unfortunately people aren't with it um Mm -hmm. the general consensus is that this wet blanket gohan is just not it's so far removed from the track that kid gohan and teen gohan were on i can't jive with it and the dell damn sure ain't gonna help Mm-mm.
3: That for me, too, it, it was the nail in the coffin for Gohan for me, like it, yeah. as as someone who, who you know, like I said, I saw Gohan beat selling network television when it was airing the very first time for us. And I was a Gohan fan up until he got into these films. And second coming was when I was like, OK, all right, because he went Super Saiyan <laughs> 2. Like, what are you waiting for? And then he did yeah, it. And it's it there.
2: Like I don't, and his, his gi is awful too. I don't like that purple with the, with the Yamcha shoes. I don't, why did he go back to that? I don't know.
3: I hate me. <laughs> I, I hate that gi so much. I hate that gi more than the great Sandman outfit. I I hate think they, the, the great
2: Saiyan, Saiyan outfit when it's like I had the toy when he's just in all black and he was Super Saiyan and i would never put the the green cloak on him. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, when he's when he's just in like the black kind of like Saiyan s outfit with the boots,
3: I'm like, yo, it yeah. looks so good. If you, like, if you have no shades on, if you just have no shades yes. on, Super Saiyan Gohan in the great Saiyan outfit, that's great. That's yes. great. I'm- I would do that alternate costume sometimes in the fighting games. Yep. (laughs) Can we we agree, would you say, because we all sound like we're on the exact same page. Can we agree that Dragon Ball Super Broly makes these three films obsolete? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. No debate. Just no reason. Go watch watch Dragon Ball Super Broly. Just save yourself the time. Not to say that, and I agree with you, Colby, the first movie has some things going for it, because I, too, was intrigued by the idea of going to Planet Vegeta and finding out more about everything about how saiyans live their life we got a lot of that in broly with Frieza's succession and yeah. the glimpses of planet vegeta before it inevitably was blown up they did a lot more with that so yeah it does make it obsolete but i i, I agree maybe in a way it does elevate the first movie a little bit but i i think there you have it guys watch yeah. watch Dragon Ball super broly don't <laughs> you don't have to go back <laughs> now not now, yeah. not now. Well, I, I, I'm going to go
1: ahead and for time's sake, just say, because of that, I mean, what, what can we say about Bio Brawley? I mean, if you guys want to take shots at it, that's completely fine. I will I will show this promo for it. And then after that, if you guys just want to give your quick thoughts, because I want to get to you guys' list. And then we're going to wrap up this episode.
3: I'm uh, going to go get my face mask. Go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Let me go ahead and pull this up real quick. And, um, let's see, let's see, um, where did I have it? Oh, it's this one. Okay. So this is actually a UK promo.
3: So, um, this is Hi. going
1: <laughs> what's up?
3: Those poor, those poor people in the UK, they got hit with this too. <laughs> I know. Here we go.
1: Here we go. This is the promo for, uh, for Dragon Ball Z, Bio Brawly.
0: When mysterious invaders arrive on Earth, the fate of the human race lies in the hands of the Z fighters. But can they stop
2: this evil menace without destroying themselves? <laughs> Find out by tuning in to the Dragon Ball Z movie, Super Saiya Son Goku.
0: Next Friday at 5.30pm on Tsunami.
1: Bro, and I'm not even sure if that's actually real, because did you hear what they called that movie? I mean, I I don't I don't even know. They show clips. So we are just gonna take that for what it is. Uh does I, any? yeah, I was gonna say, does anybody got anything they want to say about Bio BioBrawly?
3: I have a couple things I wanna get off my chest about. The floor is yours. I watched I just watched that trailer with you guys. I think that may be the greatest lie Toonami ever told. I think playing that trailer, making it look in any way enjoyable, hearing that nostalgic music. It's it's like a visual lie, I, and I, I it's flashing back to me as a youth clearing out like a Friday night to watch this thing in like '04 or something, and I just remember vivid disappointment. So it's sticking with me to this day. I'm gonna say this: Bio Broly gave me coronavirus. Woo! It's, it's, <laughs> it is a hazard of the highest order and we should take every measure possible to quarantine ourselves away from the film. There is a a pit out in the desert of New Mexico, I believe that contains all the Atari 2600 copies of ET. I think we should dig a hole right next to it and we should pour every copy that exists of Bio Broly. into this. There is one redeeming quality in this film boys and it is called Android 18.
2: They about to say the same thing, swap out the Dell you got 18 and at least Trunks and Goten are fighting more in this film.
3: At least at least there is that. I mean, I could have gone the rest of my life without seeing Trunks uh, in the nude. <laughs> Thanks for that Akira Toriyama, but you know, and also Broly's ass. I had to see that a couple times too. Tons I didn't of like, saying ass. Yeah, I didn't like being subjected to that. And there're just so many things about this film that I just went, you know, this, this really is the bottom of the barrel. Like you, you, you watch it and the moment Broly's skin starts to melt off and he starts to look nothing even like what they sold you on coming in, know yes, what you're sure. in for. He is a visual representation of this film and his skin melting off is a, is a perfect metaphor for how your expectations as <laughs> a Dragon Ball fan will just melt away the longer you watch it. It's like close to the sun. And... When we, when we say Dragon Ball Super Broly makes these three films obsolete, we are for sure talking about this one, guys. Like, this is definitely the one that you shouldn't waste your time on. I don't know why you do this to yourself. I don't know why I did it to myself. And <laughs> I just have nothing kind to say about it. The only redeeming quality is Android 18 is a badass. She takes no one shit in this film. She's calling out everyone, and I mean everyone. She literally, in the English dub, she tells Krillin to stay at home with Marin, and when Krillin goes, "Oh, come on," she literally says to him, "Why won't you just obey me?"
0: <laughs> <Woo>!
2: <laughs> That's their
3: marriage. She is the so coolest thing about it. She's the only redeeming factor for me. And um, I, I, I revise my score zero out of ten. Mm. <laughs> I'm done. That's it.
1: There you go. There you go. What about you, Kobe? You got anything? My my score will be a
2: bit kinder. Um, I completely uh, agree with everything that Ghost said. Um, this movie is, yeah, it's a, it's it's so unmemorable. Um, like just, just why? Um, all these random scientists on Earth that are harboring all these bad feelings towards our fighters um, and doing all these different experiments and it's just it it never works out so if there's anybody still out there in this universe that's thinking of like trying to do some type of experiment um on past like you know people um it's not gonna work um yeah this is a three out of ten
1: Ooh, okay yeah okay um, yeah well there you guys have it like i said i really have no input when it comes to uh brawley second coming and bio brawley um Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, right? I've seen those movies before and knowing that I had to cover them on the podcast because I was like, I'm going to do every Dragon Ball Z film. I just refused to check these out. I just refused. (laughs) I I went through. I was like, let me watch some stuff, study up again, but I'm not going to sit down and watch these. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Ghost. Thank you, Kobe, for putting yourself through the torture. It's just like the bar after seeing Dragon Ball Super Brawly, I, I just was like man there's really no point man I mean I could just sit here to see w- w- like where they were going wrong with that but
3: um, yeah you know What I'll give, it, I'll give it this I will give it this praise and, I'm, and I, I, I mean this I'll give it this praise from my heart watching Dragon Ball I want to say the whole thing watching Bio <laughs> Broly after seeing Dragon Ball Super Broly is a great idea for seeing how far these films have come Ooh, you, okay, You see exactly what they could always have been at their worst, which is home video garbage. Stuff that would never have worked in a the theater. If it did, it would have mostly disappointed everyone. Or, or maybe in a different time where Digimon the movie is in theaters and Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie is in theaters, maybe in that era something like this would have been considered passable. But in a world where we actually have, not, not, not outside of Dragon Ball Z, really good anime films you know, like Girl Who Left Through Time, stuff like that, just really good films and all the Miyazaki works. There's no reason to sort of, you know, allow anime to punch below the belt. And now that we have Dragon Ball Super Broly, which is just a phenomenal anime film by anyone's standard, I think, you you can look at a movie like like Bio Broly and it's just so painful. You just go, this could have been our timeline. This Mm. could have been, you know, this could have been the type of movies we just always got and they were just bad and we would have had grown men, and I do mean grown men, trying to defend these <laughs> to, in, in the anime fandom today. And it just, it's a clown show. And I'm grateful, I'm grateful that they took Dragon Ball Super Broly so seriously this time, because it ge- it retroactively gives hope to every single character, every single main villain, from all the films we've talked about tonight. In that one film, it gives the possibility that they could go back into this treasure trove, or in, in, in Broly's case, a toilet and and pull out some of these ideas or concepts polish them up and represent them the way that maybe they should have been presented all along so i'll i'll, I'll give it that watching it while it was painful and i'll add in that uh for those of you who don't know i have a busted hand at the moment that i'm on the mend um, watching bio Bra, was more painful than my busted hand uh Ooh. It's, dang, dang. It's, that was the truth even though that's the truth for me it it's a great snapshot of where we've come from yeah it, it,
1: it, it's not the worst film I've ever seen by any means. It, it's oh, just right, like right. when you have all There's these still other Dragon ones. Ball Evolution. Okay. Oh my. So. <laughs> don't even. It it's just... like <laughs> Voldemort, bro. You can't say that. You don't say that name. Those movies will pop up in your DVD players. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Guys, Justin Chatwin just DM'd me. What have you done?
1: He's ah! yeah. oh, coming man. back. I we I, see. I've already talked about Evolution. Uh, but i would love to just geek out and trash that with you guys
3: sometimes so that sometimes, sounds great. That i is. almost wish i drank more because that sounds like it would be really fun oh my god you.
2: i would love to do a drunken commentary yes, oh my, my
3: goodness. goodness you know what screw it that sounds like a, a we're, we're gonna
1: have to we're, we'll set that all right up. we're gonna set that up <laughs> that's that's gonna be a treat
3: yeah. <laughs> mm. oh, god. all
1: right so guys we have been having a ball here i just want to take this moment before we really get to this last part um where you're gonna have uh, kobe and ghost tell you guys uh their their favorite films because they you know this has been such a a, a privilege having them and their perspectives and, and their fandom uh, experience with this franchise with this anime uh to come on here and take the time To just you know geek out geek out about dragon ball z geek out about you know the good the bad the ugly uh and and so uh you know through wonder soul wonder soul z this little mini series that i tried to do uh it's been really wonderful to have help here to finish this out so thank you guys i want to thank you guys first of all um i want to say thank you to everybody who's been hanging out with us for this uh long stream long episode here on the twitch channel at twitch.tv slash wondersoul and if you are watching this on youtube i hope you're finding enjoyment in this and and come back and 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 check out one of these live streams and jump in the chat and and hang out with us as uh you know as we geek out about you know other topics in the future and who knows we you know we might have to i'm gonna have to bring these guys back to talk about we got to finish out with uh resurrection f F. and battle of and battle of gods i think that would be only fitting so, uh, sad,
3: I think with our chemistry, we could definitely, the three of us, come back again. I, I think oh, everyone, oh, has yeah, hell yeah, I Z- think, quite well.
1: Yeah, this has been really great, man. And, um, you know, I, let's just get to it, right? So, uh, I don't know how long your guys' list are. Um, I, I think, uh, I think Ghost says something about like a top five. Uh, I
0: have a top five.
1: Okay, and I think Kobe, I think you you ranked them all for us. So. I ranked them all, but I mean I could go the top five and go oh. through.
2: I'll I'll, I'll do a quick. So let's um, get it. Let's I'll get go it. from bottom up. So bio is in last. Ooh. Uh Broly second coming, second. Okay. Uh Lord Slug after that. Super Android 13. I have uh four from last. Then the return of cooler.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Those I would all say are like, you know, bottom tier. Not great, right? Yeah. Um, Return of Cooler starts to change up a little bit, but with the help of Cooler's Revenge, these next you know tier of films, I put them as good Dragon Ball Z movie films. Wrath of Dragon, Fusion Reborn, Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan, and then we got Bojack Unbound, right? Kind of put that all there, right? Mm-hmm. That's now we're going to like that good, great area. Cooler's Revenge, Dead Zone, and then this is my top five. At number five, the World's Strongest, love it, love it so much. I think it's there was really something epic about World Strongest and my number four spot, The Tree of Might, in the way that they animated those movies in such detail. Really blew away anything else that came before it. Like it seemed like that they were done, and I think that they were done purposely different. Like I think they were done all in like U.S. space. You know, um, if, 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 if I'm understanding, because I believe when they did the world's strongest story, like, I feel like I've seen two different versions of that movie. So I think there is a distinct, there is a US version and there's a, you know, Japanese version. Um, both really strong stories, great villains. Turles is such an underrated character. Um, seeing the design of the tree of might literally sprouting out of the earth into space is so dope. Um, in the number three spot, I've got Battle of Gods. It was obviously the first kind of you know big screen reintroduction of dragon ball z um you know getting a very unique character you know with beerus um the story itself is not as strong but understanding that there's a god power that the Saiyans can you know tap into is really cool and then kind of expanding that and seeing we as this angel is a very expanded character um is really really dope and seeing an enraged vegeta after the slap to Boma, and I will tell you right now, the enraged Vegeta that we get in the movie is so much better than what we get inside of the series. Like, like, because in a sense, his rage propelled him to land a hit on a god of destruction, like knock him down, knock him like <laughs> crazy. It's, it's, it's not even like, to take a hit from Beerus, a yes. full punch. Like, that is nuts, right? Um, Resurrection F in the number two spot. Um, we get to actually have our Z fighters contribute. I mean, seeing the Z fighters go against a thousand of, free, uh, of, of freeze's army was so cool. Experiencing that inside the theater, seeing Golden Frieza because like you said, he's never trained. Anytime that he went up against the, you know, when he was fighting Vegeta, when he was fighting Piccolo on Namek, this is a guy that's been sitting in a floating chair. And, like, you know, and, like, he just kind of had to do it on the fly. And then even when he came to Earth to try to get his revenge, he still didn't train. He didn't learn his lesson. And he said he actually trained, and it pushed him to that. Um, And then, like, just because I'm such a Vegeta fan, the fact that he was going toe-to-toe with Goku in his Super Saiyan God form, right, Uh, in blue – and then the fact that Vegeta turns it on because we had no <laughs> idea was so sick. Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, you can tell throughout this entire episode how everything has kind of come back to Dragon Ball Super Broly being the pinnacle of the films. Um, one of the best cinematic experiences that I had in 2019. Um, uh, yeah, truly, truly an excellent film.
1: And that is my number one. Well, well, before Ghost gets started, I got to say, because if, if you guys haven't checked out Kobe... And his podcast, please, we're going to we're going to get to that at the end, but please check out his reviews, check out all of that, because, dude, for you to say that and knowing how many movies you do watch and to say that 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 anime movie was one of your best viewing experiences, I think that says a lot. Now, maybe we're a little biased here because we're fans, but it's still as a fan, I think that you can be even more critical about it, you have expectations, you have certain wants, certain needs. Right. So to hear you say that, that that's very comforting. And I can't wait. I really would like to get a more in-depth, you know, discussion about your, you know, your views on those newer uh, films. And it seems like uh, it, hearing your list, it's like you like the classics, you like that Dead Zone, World's Strongest, mm-hmm. and then you like the more recent ones. So there's like a middle gap here, oh, yeah. where you're kind of like, eh, I mean. So that's, that's awesome. I, 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 I see really nothing wrong with your list, man. I think that's cool. Thank you very much. No problem. man. No problem. So Ghost, how, how does yours compare to our, to our boy here, Kobe? What's your list look like?
3: I agree with so much of what he said. I'm going to approach the list a little bit differently just for variety's sake. I'll do a top five. uh, So it'll be a shorter list, but I'll, I'll explain why each one is where it is. And we'll start at five and we'll work our way up uh, to one. How about that? Sounds good. Cool. So for, for five, um, I have to give that one to uh, Cool Revenge. And uh, that may be a surprising pick for number five. But I, I do quite enjoy that film. And I, I like it because it's it's a very certain time in DBZ where the fights were still kind of martial art where you still kind of have uh, Goku coming up with different tricks and different clever ways to defeat the enemy, where things can still come down to a last-ditch spirit bomb or or something like that. And I just love that era of DBZ. And I, I think cool's Revenge encapsulates that perfectly. There, there are scenes where they're fighting, where it's the sunset, um, you know, it's the end of the day, near the wind, there's this light cascading off the waterfall and the animation's just gorgeous. I feel like I saw that when, um, when I was pretty young too, so it stuck with me for a long time. It was the continuation of, like Colby said much earlier, it was wrapping up business from the Frieza saga, so it had a really good reason to be there. Akira tapped on something very natural, which is that, you know, if anyone says they're getting a big brother, that's a problem. If Frieza's his <laughs> big brother, that's a big problem. And on top of all of that, he's cooler than him in every way, even down to his name. I, I just thought, you because know, what I enjoy is tight, concise films that do exactly what they're there for and they accomplish the task they set out to. And I think Cooler's Revenge did that flawlessly. I really don't think it, it had much in the way of fact. In that film and it was very memorable for most of it um number four shouldn't surprise anyone to be on the list maybe at number four but fusion reborn um fusion reborn is an absolute classic fusion reborn to me is one of the all-around most solid dragon ball films It, it doesn't do any more than it needs to it assumes you know just a little bit and and it brings you up to speed pretty quickly and it, it also is an incredible movie. They go into a different dimension. HFIL, we're just going to call it hell because we're all adults. The, the different <laughs> aspects are like the floating jelly beans. Janimba's design is incredibly cool. Yeah. Even if his origin's really silly. We get to see Super Saiyan 3 Goku again. Um, His sword is cool. Pretty much, Pycon's back. Pretty much everything. Yes, about- Pycon. Paikon. Yes, Pycon. So everything about Fusion Reborn to me, is perfect. I think before we had some of these newer movies, Fusion Reborn was the gold standard for what these films should be. It's like you, you really, you know, and I, I heard a lot of classics on, on Colby's list, and I have respect for those classics as well, not taking anything away from them, but as far as what these films can be to be successful films to people outside of just Dragon Ball, I think Fusion Reborn nailed that from the spectacle all the way down to the very, um, I guess you might say, simplistic story, and to to sort of put a halo on it, if 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 I can be a little punny, I guess, um, it, as a Vegeta fan, uh, it, it it was a it was a perfect movie. I got Gogeta, I got the 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 Soul Punisher attack, okay, um, which is one of my favorite finishers in any Dragon Ball game period, and at the yeah. very end of it, we got to see Vegeta genuinely smile. As, as he disappeared and faded back to nothing. You know, dude's just hanging out in hell, like that was pretty metal. It's like, <laughs> cause literally I, I remember just like when Cell beat Gohan, I remember exactly where I was and, and when I saw Vegeta use the final explosion to blow up Majin Buu. Um, and that, that memory has always stuck with me. And the movie that carried on directly from that showing us how high the stakes were, that no, no, Vegeta died and he's in hell. Piccolo told him this is what would happen. And this is where he is. And after the event of this movie, you know, he doesn't just get to go back or go to heaven or anything like that. He's just in hell where he's going to be. And I, I think it was flawless. I think it's like a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, three is BoJack Unbound. As a Gohan fan, it, it just represented a lot. Colby touched on this earlier, and it broke my heart into a million pieces. He, he, he was saying that, you know, um, it was a movie that really showed Gohan taking responsibility for the defense of earth you know he looks this this villain in the eye and keep in mind he's like 11 or 12 years old and he, he looks this grown uh planet conquering space pirate in the eyes he's like you know what you're not special you know how often you happens here mm. it's a Tuesday for me guy I'm the son of Goku and then he shows him exactly what that means and as a Gohan fan like I said when we were talking about it you know, it was probably his final and greatest moment as far as the arc Dragon Ball Z started with him because Super is, for all the things Super's done right, I'm not going to venture to say that Gohan is one of those things. And I, I don't think he's been redeemed or salvaged much in any way. And, and keep in mind, I'm up on the Dragon Ball Super manga, as I say that, and he's done new things. And he's not cool there either. So it's just <laughs> continuing. And the, the last time... Gohan was unequivocally cool, was Bojack unbound. It was undeniable. He was a badass in that film. Uh, number two, and now we're getting into, at the top here, some of these are these last two, basically. They are very good, but they're, they're there for more than just that. Battle of Gods is number two. The, the, everything from the animation in that one to what it represented to Dragon Ball as a whole, the idea that there was new Dragon Ball coming I remember talking to friends, both online and off, before uh, Battle of Gods came out. When we were just starting to get, you know, pictures of Beerus, this new enemy. What would he be like? And that conversation was some of the most stimulating anime conversation I've had in 15 years. And it's because, for the first time, really, there was going to be new Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Heroes, not that non-canon wackiness, but actual. <laughs> on TV Dragon Ball. And that's what Battle of Gods represents to me. And I I feel like, you know, maybe Resurrection of F and Broly for sure came along and were much flashier films and might've even been better. But as far as what they meant and represented, Battle of Gods set us up for everything that came after it. It set up Beerus, it set up the whole relationship. It, It set all that up. And, you know, lest you doubt that there are moments in it that are phenomenal too. Don't forget when Goku starts to fight Beerus and he gets buried underground under all that rock and he says, I will not let you destroy my world. And the music kicks in and he starts flying through the ground, breaking it all apart. And the fight really gets going when they're going up in the clouds. And it's even cool. Vegeta's even cool in that one because even the way he's watching has evolved from the way he used to. He's not necessarily—he's he's still kind of moody and not really bothering with anybody, but he's making sure to follow Kakarot and, and he's not making any snide remarks. He just showed a lot of respect in that fight. You could tell that he knew if anyone was going to beat this guy, it was Goku. And he was hanging around not to see Goku lose, but to make sure Goku won. And I think that was the first time that happened. Um, I love the way you put that. Thank you. And for number one, there's no surprise here. You already know what it is. It's Dragon Ball Super Broly. How many times do we have to tell you? It's the best one they've done. That's for a reason. (laughs) It, it, it is the quintessential Dragon Ball Z film. It is the best Dragon Ball animation we have ever had. And all this is my opinion, but I feel it very strongly. It's the best Dragon Ball animation we've ever had. It's the most, most complete, well-told, and deep story we've ever had from this series that manages to not only touch back to things all the way back from Bardock, but introduce new things as well, take us in new directions. Broly's a player now. Broly's out there alive, hanging out, not to, you know, spoil the movie, but Mm -hmm. he could be called upon to do other things in the future. As soon as I watched Dragon Ball Super Broly, my first question was, okay, so if we do a tournament of power two, (laughs) the three amigos. (laughs) (laughs) Like that stuff is possible. And, and yet, just like Lucas was saying with seeing Dragon Ball Broly in theaters, you know, it's probably a once in a lifetime experience because I would, hazard to guess it was the best dragon ball z movie he's ever seen in in a group setting you know it's probably a short list um but i even sitting here at home seeing it after the fact i was blown away when the action gets started it does not stop um frieza getting pummeled by by (laughs) (laughs) everyone top form oh my gosh they i like that broly has a bit of a girlfriend maybe i like that he had like a pet kind of i like his dynamic with paragus in this one i like that we see frieza succession to emperor of the universe alongside king cold um a lot of people had issue with with goku's origin story sort of being retconned to fit superman but with as much as dbz fans love pitting him against superman i don't really know where the problem is there so it doesn't really matter to me. I wasn't a super huge fan of Bardock originally. So I'm fine with um, them answering the question of where his mother was. Because we got that in there too. And as someone pointed this out to me the other day, there are so many wonderful moments in Broly as, as a, 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 a piece of great writing. Um, for instance, when, when Paragus flies to the planet with Broly initially, he has a Saiyan with him who flies him there. And this is, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but way later in the movie, there's a moment with Frieza where it's with Paragus. And something Paragus does in the ship with that sand is mirrored in what Frieza does involving Paragus. And it's the perfect parallel to that earlier bit. And so much of that movie is written that way, that it all pays off. It pays homage to everything that came before and it opens up a, a ton of new possibilities after. So purely, not only because it's a, a 10 out of 10 Dragon Ball Z movie, but because of what it represents for this franchise and what it could mean for Dragon Ball Z movies going forward, that these could just be good movies that everyone likes. I think Super gave uh, Super gave us that. I think Dragon Ball Super Broly gave us that. So that's my list. Um, one was very predictable, but we've all said it, I think, for a good reason. It, it really is a great movie. Wow, awesome list, bro. Um, I I don't really have a list in my head, and I'm gonna go through
1: this really quick because I have one more question, and then we're gonna be done, okay? Uh, so my list would just be out of order, kind of. Uh, Bojack Unbound is one of my favorites, so I'll do a, a quick top five. Um, I'd say that Dead Zone and World's Strongest are tied. I, like, if I gave it a little bit more thought, so maybe we sit down again, I'd, I'd have a more concrete list. Uh, but those are tied. I got to throw these in. And this is my question to me. Ah, uh, well, see fusion reborn is going to be in there. Dang. I see. I should have given this a little bit more thought. <laughs> I should have I wrote this down somewhere, but the specials, I hold those. So, uh, close to me because when I was growing up, I remember one Christmas, my stepbrother got a PlayStation two and I got a VCR. Now to some people that's, you know, still that's cool. It was cool. But, you know, in comparison, you're like, dang, this dude got a DVD player, the next console, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, with that VCR, what I got, I got Bardock, Father of Goku, and I got the History of Trunks. And I viewed those as movies as much as they are, like, technically specials. I was just like, wow, this is like a prequel. This is like Goku's dad and all that stuff and everything that led up. That was just really cool to see. I actually prefer that version of Bardock to the one we got in Super. Even though there's some funky things there, but still, it was just like uh, there was just a lot more to him that it was like, yo, he was a badass and he wasn't a good guy. But like uh, through that that story, you you get something and you see that change. Where the Bardock in Super just kind of felt like, yeah, I just got a bad feeling about this. Let's just send Kakarot away, you know. And I know there's more to that, and that's a conversation we can have sometime. But the history of Trunks is one of my all time favorite Dragon Ball Z anything's. Uh, because of future Gohan, because of just how important the Android saga and the cell games were to me growing up watching Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. I had caught Dragon Ball pretty consistently towards the end of the Frieza saga, getting Super Saiyan Goku, and I remember the waiting period, and then them showing previews going like, there's another Super Saiyan, there's trunks out here, time travel, these androids, all this stuff to get that story you know in between and the music that was in there cuz if you guys remember like Dragon Ball Z m- movies and i think the, a lot of them that we touched on tonight just had badass like rock music and shit like that just i don't know just maybe went with the times like i always think of linkin park when i think oh, of
2: that's uh, it yes i would spend hours listening to pretty much whatever was linkin park hybrid theory album mashed yes. up to dbz yes I, would, I will never forget just just seeing the Vegito video. I have felt this way for I'm about to break everything you say to me. Yo, I, would, I would go nuts and I would just try to like just gather up all my key and oh. just pray somehow that this glow would come over. Man, like, yeah. Keep in mind, I am a five foot eight black guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in my room in the hood of Yonkers, New York. <laughs> Pussy, Pussy one <laughs>
1: Oh, it, it just went together man There was like a vibe And I think it was because yeah, Well the movies that we got That was the music And I think that was just like the time I, I don't know like, I, I, So there was like an instant connection And I remember some of the music in History of Trunks And because that movie was so Dark and gritty yeah. uh, You know it just kind of like It connected Obviously Dragon Ball Super Brawley One of my all time favorites now But if we're looking at the rest it'd be like bojack unbound fusion reborn it tied dead zone and world's strongest together and then throw tie history of trunks and bardock and 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 then put the super so uh it's good dude (laughs) well we're before we wrap it up where do you guys place bardock and history of trunks if you were to add those into your list or uh what kind of ratings would you have given them
3: i'll say that i think um History of Trunks, uh, if we're talking about the realm of specials, it's probably flawless to me. I, I, mm. I don't really have a single issue, one, not a one with the history of Trunks. I think it's one of the best told stories in all of Dragon Ball, um, from beginning to end. And by virtue of the fact that it has a definitive beginning and an end, um, I think it benefits from that. Uh, to to the, the other one, um, which one was it again? Uh, Bar- Bardock. Bardock. Uh, I think that's also... I, <laughs> I will, because I was too much of a Vegeta fan then to give a damn about what Goku's freaking dad was doing, but it was good. I begrudgingly admit that. Um, I actually, oh, I can't say that. Yeah, I will. I kind of prefer the special where he went Super Saiyan. Oh, so there there, there
2: were two, right?
3: Uh, I mm, I don't remember if because I could have
2: swore that there was one where he was Super Saiyan. There's one where he's not.
3: No, there,
1: there there guess, is like he yeah. he survived the the planet Vegeta blowing up.
3: That's right there are two there's the yeah. there's bardock father of goku and then there's the second one they did much later i think in 2015 or 2014. yeah mm-hmm. where it's basically a what if there's no reason this would happen okay
2: but i i thought it was all he right was, <laughs> he was
3: on planet vegeta and bardock is sucked into a time wormhole and doesn't make any damn sense and he he ends up this is kind of neat he ends up on a planet where he he fights against a frieza ancestor named chilled and he That's, is okay yep he is the legendary super saiyan He's the first super saiyan in in that story i kind of prefer that one i think that does more for the series than the original bardock did even if it is a what if um i think my my a lot of bardock doesn't make any sense (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) but i i think the very end of it kind of does bring it back to me when he sees um goku standing before freeze and beating him and he's able to smile as he dies i think that's a very very powerful moment i'd have to give that one like a seven um history of trunks like a 9.5
1: yeah
2: i would i would absolutely agree if i were to incorporate history of chunks at least i don't have too much of affinity for bardock um but history of trunks i would put like right around the tree of might world's strongest uh, area so like within my top five um it it's just such a strong singular story um
3: it's great it really is it
2: is it is is really really good i i i I cannot wait to get out of my own way and just write this fucking screenplay so (laughs) gosh i i i've got i've got like it mapped out and i just i just gotta do it i need to take advantage of the time that i have you know during (laughs) stay at home and
3: like really (laughs) really just write it um but i podcast a lot so (laughs) i gotta (laughs) i gotta figure it out (laughs) I'll say this. I'll throw on top of it. Um, whether what your whether your feelings are good, bad, or in the middle, we did. You know, I think we can all admit we get some good things. You know, we reviewed a lot of bad movies tonight, and even those movies had a nugget or two of good things we could glean from oh, them. I think the absolutely. same is true of the Dragon Ball Super Goku Black arc. And I'll say, if you're a fan of that or anything that came out of it, you owe history of trunks for all of that. So, that's very true. Yeah, we have it to thank for that too. You know what's kind of
1: weird about the history of trunks? It's almost like the road... I went. In a weird way, it's kind of like the Rogue One where you could plug it in and it fills in this gap. So the way they started off with Goku dying and the way it ends with the end credit scenes picking up with Future Trunks landing and fighting Frieza. So, you know how Rogue One had this kind of like we know this is not going to end well, but we also know that if you could put this uh, in between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope and and you could watch this and it would just kind of flawlessly fill in that gap that's that's something about that and the whole bardock thing about the psychic aliens cursing him like you're going to see the the end of your own planet that that was cooler than just him having kind of like a battle strategic hunch that
3: frieza was like you know i won't lie to you that's when that movie lost me when it got really i understand that that. it's not because that was bad on its own it's just because i feel like when that movie came out we had a ton of dragon ball z yeah and so if you yeah. could afford not to like every single thing that came in, And when, when that one came out, I just didn't gel with that part because it wasn't very Dragon Ball Z to me for a warrior like that to get psychic powers of all things. <laughs> um, I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed the way Dragon Ball yeah. Super Broly. Did that part of it uh, much better. That made more sense. The Goku story is the Superman story. Getting launched off yeah. your planet before it explodes is the Superman story. and It was already that. Making it more like it doesn't hurt anything to me (laughs) right honest about it really um well guys that's it that's we we've, we've
1: we've made it to the end um so what i gotta say first of all is thank you to everybody who's been a part of this stream i've been part of the chat lurking watching hanging out participating thank you guys we really truly appreciate it uh if we didn't directly uh you know get to anything that you mentioned in the chat Trust me, we were watching, we were taking it all into consideration. So uh, like I've said before, this is the second time doing something like this, uh, especially with multiple people. Each time we do this, it's going to get better. So give me your feedback. How can I improve? How can I um, bring in the chat more and and have that interaction? Because I want this to be everybody's show. But I also do want to make it so that someone can listen to this or watch it on YouTube later and still get the same enjoyment. So first of all, that's that. Second of all, thank you guys, Kobe, Ghost, thank you guys for taking a couple hours, if not more, because you, you had to watch some of these trash movies. Um <laughs> take moments out of your day, out of your life, uh, to sit down and geek out with me about Dragon Ball Z, specifically the movies. So this is an opportunity kind of like hot ones, right? Where I want you guys to, yep. to plug and pitch what you're doing and 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 just for everyone listening. And, and everyone watching, just know that you can find all the links to everything they're about to say in the description of this episode. So whether that's on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to check out each of these awesome content creators. And whoever wants to go first, go ahead. Take it. Ah,
0: I'll
1: throw it to Kobe.
2: <laughs> yo uh yo once again man this was absolutely phenomenal i have never been given the opportunity to talk about my fandom of dragon Ball Z ever in my life so this has been like really really fun for me because i did not know i had this and like <laughs> one i'm a podcast addict so i listen to 50 plus hours of podcasts every week OK, oh, wow. um, I cannot wait to listen back to this conversation to see what I can parse <laughs> out. Um, I am inspired to do a, a a new podcast episode for Dragon Ball Super Bowly. So uh, for those that don't follow me, once again, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Kobe told me. Check my podcast, the Kobe told me podcast on all major podcast platforms. Dragon Ball Super Bowl Broly podcast review uh will be dropping uh within the next few days just based off this conversation i cannot wait to be able to talk about it and like kind of go through my thoughts a little bit deeper um i currently got an episode right, right now uh, for amazon's new uh sci-fi comedy series upload i also got an episode out right now um with um uh, rosa para from Rosa's reviews just a, a kickback episode uh kind of uh interview episode and yeah man i i love doing this i love talking to new people. Uh, Ghost, such a blast! Wonder Soul, thanks so much for being the heavy Can't wait to come back and remember when they ask you where you heard it from. You tell them Kobe told me.
3: Ooh, Kobe! Look at him. Um, it was it was an absolute pleasure, Lucas, and and Kobe was great great to make your acquaintance, man. We're gonna we're yes. to have to do something. We got a lot of uh, a lot of chemistry. Uh, Getting on to my stuff, I'm Kenny Mason. We said at the beginning, owner of Ghost Planet Studios. We are an indie voice acting studio doing our own audio dramas as well as a serial podcast. Uh, We do a lot of sci-fi stuff. Most of our podcasts and audio dramas are very uh, high concept sci-fi stuff with lots of movie quality sound effects that we work really hard to get in there. Um, We just wrapped up an interview with Mark Laidlaw. Lead writer of all of the Half-Life games, if you've played any of those. He gave us a fantastic interview that's available on ghostplanetstudios.podbean right now, Um, as well as a written uh, interview there with S.D. Perry, who, if any of you guys are nostalgic for Resident Evil, she wrote all the Resident Evil novels we grew up reading. So that interview is there as well. Um, You can check us out on Facebook. Our Facebook page has a life of its own. It's kind of a, uh, if you've ever seen like an anime meme nostalgia page that does a lot of uh, posting with cowboy bebop memes and things like that. We've got that going on over there. We just ticked 8,000 strong. Um, 8,000 likes, 8,100 follows the other day. So we're doing real well over there. Uh, we reach a million all the time. So come see what all the fuss is about. That that place is really jumping. And we have our own group over there where we talk anime. and We let you share some things that we can all enjoy. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. It's Ghost Planet Studios, Ghost Planet TV on Twitter. Anywhere you look up Ghost Planet or Ghost Planet Studios, you'll find us. You'll see our anime videos. We just It's funny. We're doing a Dragon Ball Z discussion. We just wrapped up. Um, a video called Dragon Ball Planet, which was a love letter to all the intro movies that used to play during all the Dragon Ball Z fighting games. So that that's pinned on Twitter, so go check that out. And if you love anime and you love sci-fi and you love the spirit of Toonami, we have grabbed that torch and we are carrying it forward and we seem to have been embraced by the anime community. So come get in on that with us. There you have it. There you have it. This was episode 152
1: of the podcast wonder soul uh this is the wonder soul z i guess semi final finale something we're i'm gonna try to get these guys back and we're gonna get those those uh two most recent films as far as resurrection f and battle of the gods or battle of gods right uh either way
3: and i'm 100 percent here for a stream where um we get inebriated and beat like a pinata dragon ball evolution that may be the only exception watch that film in
1: 2020 oh man you already know it's gonna be a fun I'm summer down. it's gonna be a, a, a win for
3: that you tear so. that thing apart like it deserves there's no shame <laughs> you don't have to hold it
1: so uh with that being said uh thank you guys for listening and watching like i said these are now being uh stream and recorded live on twitch.tv slash one or so please be a part of the show hang out be a part of the chat and let's just make this a show for all of us and everyone. And uh, yeah, so until the next time we talk, we'll talk later. Thank you for listening
0: to Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wondersoul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support.
1: Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.